This is the Riot Squadcast, a supporter-driven show dedicated to L.A. Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts, Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez. Welcome, one and all, to the show of the squad. Sorry for being late, guys. Uh, Ben, you know. Ben fucked up. Being all Ben, being all responsible dad or whatever. Whatever, dude. What were you doing? Yeah, I I do my best to try not to be that responsible dad, but every once in a while I get caught up and it's like, (laughs) I gotta do it. Hey, broken clock, right? You know what? Exactly. Um, You know, hey, it's my job to make sure my kids are broken. So, but every once in a while, you, you got to do the right thing and actually go pick them up. Ugh. They won't let you leave them places. Which That's is, like the which minimum, is right? Shit. Yeah. It's the minimum expectation of, of, a, of a parent. It's like, I got to pick them up places. I know. Where I dropped them off previously. That and like feed Hopefully. them. Hopefully. Feed them. You know, if you, if you feed them, uh, ish. Maybe. Yeah. You guys are terrible. I miss my babies. <laughs> Wish they would come back. And that soothing, <laughs> soothing voice. That sexy, sexy, sexual chocolate. Zero, cool. Chris Tucker, how are you doing, sir? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm on the back of, of a, again, my shtick. Huh? I'm on the back of an extremely long run of days, but other than that, I'm, I'm doing well. If we ever do get like another shirt out, or maybe like a sticker, I'm maybe tired. a sticker would be easier. Yeah, like I'm tired, and then like a Chris, like Chris Tucker. If, if I die before you, just make sure it goes on my tombstone. I will. Here lies Christopher Tucker. He's he finally getting some rest. <laughs> he's, he's finally taking a nap. He's taking a nap. Taking a I like nap. these new microphones. I'm like, I'm pretty far back from this. And I don't know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear myself very clearly. So if, if we do sound better to you guys, Benjamin uh, did get us. And he's just slurping on your on your drink. Why? Oh, you, shit. You, you got to remember the mute button <laughs> with these mics, man. Fuck. All right, here we go. We do have new microphones in the Baron de Belter Memorial Studio. Uh, studio brought to you by... Your lovely, lovely Patreon donations or your subscriptions, I should yeah. say. Um, so thank you guys. Appreciate that for uh, for you know being part of the show and helping us show and helping the show grow. We appreciate that and improve. Yes. we'll work on it as well. We're, we'll work on the content, but thank you guys for <laughs> you know we're improving on that as well. Benjamin, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. I mean, outside of the whole being late thing, I was I tried to get the kids home on time, but. You know, Tuck, you have kids. It's impossible to leave anywhere oh, the I'm, time you're supposed to. I don't even look at the clock anymore, man. Like, Erica just tells me when I need to leave the house, or work tells me when it's time for me to go. And it, everything in everything outside of that, like, I'm, it's all it's all a waste. I oh do have God. a question. I, I actually, I did some show prep. I actually did some show prep, and I totally left it on my other computer. I don't believe it. I did. In fact, you're I'm fine. So you're, like, hey, cr- you're the boy I, who cried wolf at this point. I won, I won a million dollars in lotto. I mean... You guys, I just left the ticket at home, so... Yeah, I'd, I'd love to get it. Yeah. I'd love to get it. I got, got the inside scoop on Christian Pavone for you, but I have I had no information to necessarily it, give you. It was on my other laptop, yes. so I can't really... And I know. got destroyed. You know, what was I got? I got seized by the FBI for so, reasons no one needs to know about, so, yeah, yeah. you know, don't worry about it. <laughs> It'll be fine. That's actually very believable. That seems more likely in your case. I do have a parenting question, though. Mm-hmm. So today, while I was out on my doing my route... You beat them. That's the answer. Okay. All the time. Um... Just head on a stick. Let me tell you this. You know what? <laughs> that's, you, that's murder. Don't do that. No, no, no. You, you, you scare them so that they don't do it again. Period. 
So that the first one, <laughs> with their head on a spike. The first, yeah, head on a spike, man. So so it's like when the when the next one comes around to try and do it, it's like they see that head on a spike, and they don't even mess with you. They're asking for ice cream. I, I, yeah, it's I like, know, ice cream, like, ice cream. What's your? Then what'd you do for ice cream? <laughs> so my question was, I saw <laughs> this parent out with her child. Mm-hmm. Who looked to be about three okay. or four? Yeah, that's important. Three, like probably closer to four or five. Um, just in the diaper. Wow. Like no shirt and nothing? Just a diaper. Okay, first of all, the child was not four or five and still in the Where, diaper. Yeah, they shouldn't be. <laughs> yes, they were. They were Dude. a big child. If they were not four or like nearing four, it was a giant child. But uh, regardless of the age, Damien doesn't go out of the house now in just a diaper. Like he does, we have this, we have like a grassy front porchy area. Um, Like we like you know, that the, the front yeah, yeah, porch, yeah. we lay down a fake grass so he can play outside in it. Um, he has to have pants and a shirt on to go out there. Like we don't, he never goes outside and just, and just a diaper ever. If it's, if it's insanely hot in the house, he might be in the house in just a diaper, but he always has clothes on. Like, and it wasn't even like it was in front of someone's house, like or in front of your house. It was like, they literally were like walking down the street. No, was it like, a, was it a Hispanic kid? I mean, come on, dude. That's like that's like going in the ocean and cut I off. I didn't want to bring it there, dude. It's like, well, no. See, this is what this is, this is my issue. The parents should understand the cliche of the matter, and not do that. Well, like you it, you so, have to overcompensate, understanding yes, ex- that there's an expectation. Exactly. I see. Exactly. Like I should be a great swimmer because Absolutely. I understand. Yes. There is a expectation uh, against my ability. Yes. But really, my stroke game is is on point. I don't even have to worry about it. Breast, back, butterfly. That's my whole thing with like a, being like, being a fat Side. Mm. Being all a, day. Being a fat dude, I'm always really worried about like space and or smells. Yeah. So I'm always constantly trying to be like clean. Yeah. Or like and conscious of other people's like just space. an extra spray on your way out. Why not, dude? What's the worst <laughs> right? thing that? Well, see, me as a as a black dude, and I grew up watching and listening to Luther Vandross, very cognizant of like, am I sweaty right now? Is there? Do I have a glow? Do I have a glisten? If so. Go ahead and powder that nose one more time. Just, just knock that bad boy back. Because Luther was just. And we're not talking about down. allegedly Giovanni Dos Santos powder. No, no, not like uh, what's the name of that movie with uh, uh, Cruel Intentions? Not like Cruel Intentions. Remember the lady? She had a. You ever see that? Was she had a cross and I only remember one scene. Cocaine in the bottom. Which one's that? Oh, come on. Uh, the Here two girls making out. Well done. Still, still was teenager that, of the 90s. <laughs> was that Cruel Intentions or was that like... That is definitely Cruel. Definitely You're thinking cruel of Wild Things. Yeah, Wild Things. Yeah, don't, I got all the pervy movies down <laughs> top of my head. He's like, uh, at 48 minutes, 53 what, seconds. Like, he goes, was that Cruel Intentions or was that... Uh, it's like... You're thinking of what the movie you're thinking about is Wild Things. If you're saying what, just yes. don't even don't even. Ask if you're questions. confusing it with the girl and girl scene in Cruel Intentions, must be Wild Things. Yes, mute your mic talk. So yeah, so. I, I just see this little child and her mother walking around, uh, and she's... Laura, this. Laura. You just told oh, yeah. me to mute my fucking microphone, and then you're like, yo, Laura. So, I had a parenting question that I asked the guys. I saw this mother and her child, probably around four. Ben's wife just walked in, if that wasn't clear to everybody. And the better half, obviously. Um, and <laughs> the child is just in a diaper. Four? Yeah. Acceptable or unacceptable? Unacceptable. Completely, right? <laughs> Completely unacceptable. And then Ben asked if it was Hispanic, and I was like, yeah, of course, come on. <laughs> but before, before he told you that second part, did you assume they were Hispanic? Like in your head? Not at all. I okay. just could picture the, the child in a diaper with nothing else. What race were they in your head? I default to Korean all the time. Scandinavian. I don't know. I don't think like that. Because nobody, anytime you hear a name like, oh, it's Letitia, I'm like, was she 
Was it a Korean family? Is it, it's Korean Tyler. anyway. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> was it one of our Jewish brothers and sisters? No, never. It's that, they always, Brett, Ishmael. So it's far out of the ropes as they get. Mm-hmm. So you got fucking, you know, why is everybody trying to kill the Jews? They're nice people. <laughs> why is that controversial? There's nothing wrong with that statement. There's zero things wrong with that statement. We're just going to Bye, Laura. On. <laughs> Bye. Good seeing you. Good to see just, you all. <laughs> don't call me Laura. I have nothing to do with this. Strike my name from this podcast. Yeah. I have a reputation I got to handle. Please. Oh, Ben is Ben is showing his yeah. his show prep. Oh, yes. oh, that's what you brought. Is that a Surface? Uh, no, it's iPad Pro. It's iPad Pro, right on. Just do a Surface. You can play Football Manager on it. That's all I know about it. You got to be able to play right? Football Manager on this thing, man. Hmm? They got to have Football Manager for this. If it's a Pro, yeah. I think they. Yeah. I think you can do the 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 newer ones on there. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, what's been going on, fellas? Anything? Um, Anything new? No, not really. Benjamin? Nothing, Everyone's man. living their, their born lives? Yeah. Living the dream, man. Just living the dream, living doing the nothing. Dream. Hey, if you're out there, uh, like and share this, man. Yeah, since we did get this out late, we really didn't get uh Yeah, we got, no, we got no promo, nothing. So if you guys want to share this on your Twitters, your, your Instagrams, your Facebooks, tag us in it. Share it now. Do it. I see Gilbert's in there. Mazzatelli's in there. Come on. Do us a solid. Share it. All right, let's move on. Oh, I did want to give a quick shout out uh, to the beach cleanup and anyone who went out to help out with the beach cleanup. Uh, it seems like it was a really big success out there. Uh, let me see if I still have it up here. Uh, apparently I don't. Anyways. Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, so the LA Galaxy volunteers spent a beautiful sunny day on the beach collecting over 157 pounds of trash, 32 and a half pounds of recycling, and I don't know how they would be able to count this number, but over four, more than 4,000 cigarette butts. Hmm. Looks like Baron might still be around somewhere. <laughs> Who? I mean, how can they calculate? Like, yeah, over 4,000. Is this how they calculate the same way they do, like, the ticket, like, the, the attendance numbers? Yeah. Well, this is what they make Jovic do now. He just has to count cigarette butts. Well, he's not on the bench for, yeah. for games, so. Since he's disappeared entirely. So he's got to do something. But good to, good to you guys who went there and helped out and, did some good on a Saturday. 157 pounds of trash? 157 pounds. Wow. Huh. One full Carrasco. Good for them. On a good day. Yeah. That dude's yeah. like a buck 40. When, he's, when Al- Alex Morgan's throwing him around. He's uh, cultivating Peg- mass. Alex Morgan pegging him. Whoa. Allegedly. <laughs> should, I, should I say that? Uh, I don't know if that's how that one works. Mm. Whatever. More of an accusation, if anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but yes, he big just shout scared out. himself by by printing, printing something. Out something yeah. <laughs> uh, but big shout out to the people who went out and helped out on the beach cleanup. You know, on a Saturday morning, like getting up and doing something good. So big ups to all you people. I uh, also wanted to give a shout out to anyone who's going up to San Jose this weekend on the bus trip. I do want to give you a couple details if you haven't seen it already. Uh, the bus that is coming back, the same day bus, is leaving. Uh, Dignity Health Sports Park. Just news, really. This is Mars news. It's not real news. This is that look Mars is worth news. it alone. This is not Lars news. It's not Lars news. Bus trip? No, it's not. It's an Lars? ACB bus. ACB bus. Oh, is it? Yeah. ACB news. Sing it, Ed. This is ACB news. But yes, I, I texted uh, texted uh, Carlos at 10 o'clock this morning. He didn't get back to me, so. This is ACB News now. Ooh, 
Shots fired. I like it. And it's just uh, facts. It's just facts. <laughs> Love you, Carlos. Uh, so, same day bus. It <laughs> leaves. Don't hurt me. Yeah, don't hurt me either. <laughs> I, don't go, I, don't, I don't go to games, so t- it's, it's talk fine. disclaimer. You have to find me. Yeah. Oh, no disclaimer. I want to see that fight. <laughs> There's not gonna be a fight. <laughs> I want to see also exactly. Exactly. Uh, so they depart uh, the stadium at eight o'clock in the morning. That's where the same day bus, and then it comes back. It'll be back at five a.m. the next day. Uh, if you're doing the overnight bus, it leaves at seven a.m. So it's an hour earlier than the same day bus. So make sure you know that shit. So you don't get left behind. And then it comes back uh, the next day at 6 o'clock in the afternoon or p.m., whatever. So if you know that, if you're going, big ups. Hopefully you guys uh, have a good time. Stay safe. Keep each other. Keep uh, keep your eyes on each other. You know, those San Jose trash people. They like to steal scarves. Yeah. I'm sure, people. I'm sure like Mazda's going. Uh, straight from the stands guys are going, probably going. I know Gasman's going. But it's like. He's not going on a bus. Yeah, you, yeah you, you know he ain't taking a bus. bus. Come on, dude. Yeah. He's he's going away. Good good for him. But is he going away or is he going like in the press box? Uh, I'm sure. Well, look, I don't know. I know he's. He, I saw a post that he made that he said he was going. That's all. That's all the information I got for you. All right, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yes, so you know, big ups to all the people going out there. Uh, those are always fun. If you've never been on one of those bus trips, man, we were talking. Me and Chris earlier, like, I miss going. Yeah. I wish I could go this year. I'm I'm, I'm not going this year. Um, but I you know I wish I could make it. It's a it's a fucking marathon. It's a lot of fun, and it's just a, it's a big group of people who all want to, who all are as passionate as you are about something, and um, hopefully are on a similar kind of mental trip as you are, at least for the first like five or six hours, and levels back out in time to get to the game and and have a good old safe time, nice and you know everybody have fun. Don't be fun. Be safe. Yeah, be safe. Take care of each other. Be loud. Be proud. Any other rhymes? Three have. Mm, no, nah, I've never been good with the the freestyles, as I say. That cipher. We were talking about okay. death poetry game last week. We... Exactly. Um, that's about it, though. Uh, there's no, nothing else I can think of on the the Galaxy supporters news. Maybe that's we'll just do a new song. Galaxy supporter news. That'll cost us another six bucks. Sing it, Ed. Galaxy supporters news. I just doesn't. You got to find a song for you to riff off. Yeah. We'll do like a Christmas song. It'll be lovely. Everyone will like it. There you go. Ben, get on Fiverr. Get on that. Christmas song. On it. All right, cool. But keep an eye out on uh, on the various social media pages, because I'm sure someone's going to start posting some away viewing party for everyone. Oh, there's going to be tons of viewing parties away, so uh, so make sure you guys are watching out on the ACB and Lars uh, social medias for all that stuff. Um, all right. Uh, I haven't gotten any update on the 130 ASC, so I don't know the numbers on that. But you can uh, still sign up for it, right? You can still sign up for it if you go to org. You'll see there's an image of like uh, Uncle Sam and it has like the 138C. Click on that button and it goes directly to uh, signing up for the 138C membership. And do, is it a hard 300 that we have to get to to get you punched in the nuts? Yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah. We can't do a soft 300. No, no. I'm saying like, could we do like a, maybe a 280? I mean, like. And that wasn't the deal. 280. If we're at 280, you should put up the money for the last 20. Yeah. So that feels right. Let's do that. I wouldn't want Ben to do that though. No, what would you rather him do with just keep that money. Better <laughs> <laughs> than his kids. For the first time you're all yeah. altruistic about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, I know it feels like it's been a while since this game happened, but let's talk Open Cup. It has been uh, a week, almost to the day, mm-hmm. of the, the maybe the most amazing game I've ever seen that Portland has played. They were pretty good. For like 15 minutes. They were They were good long enough. 
Yeah. They weren't. I mean, that's, that was what was sad. It wasn't. They weren't outstanding. It wasn't. Uh, you know, despite the scoreline, it was a game that we probably pretty easily could have won had we decided to win it. And we had pretty clearly decided we weren't all that interested in it. Just, which is fine for everyone except the fans who traveled up to Portland to watch that, to watch us, you know, take a stab at the Open Cup. Which so, they said we they said we were prioritizing, which Dennis has. Who said that? Uh, Dennis DeKlaus apparently has said that they are prioritizing the Open Cup and it's a quick way into the Champions League. Uh, if I can run down starting 11. Let's do it. Matt Lampson. Getting his first start ever in a Galaxy shirt. Tomas Hilliard Arce. Or outside of a like a preseason game, right? Or did he even start that game? Mm. And uh, it was in a actual competitive. Galaxy competitive game, yeah. Uh, Tomas Hilliard Arce, Daniel Steris, Dave Romney, Didi Traore, Janino, Perry Kitchen, Servando Carrasco, Efrain Alvarez, Ethan Zubak, and Emma Boateng. Probably not a priority. Priority isn't the word I'd use. I wouldn't say it's a priority. Necessity? Uh, it's something that we had to show up for, um, yeah. for sure. We didn't even have enough players on the bench to make a full 18. No, we were one shy. Um, and we made some a couple of strange calls. I think at some point we just got to damage limitation. It was it was it became more about, well, how do we keep the score down? Not, not necessarily can we kind of get back into this. So we started something like, well, after we're done, I think we're, we're two or three nothing down. We start bringing in, uh, what, Polenta, Cuello, and which I don't understand why. Contius? Why bring in guys that... once it's once you you've chosen to throw it away? Like yeah, you're not going to sub on Vomstig. Understandable. Um, Chialo Chialo was on the bench. Probably could have played him. Cueo, you know, I guess makes sense in that Chialo. prism. Um, but if you if Palenta doesn't make why any bring in Palenta at all? If you know you're you're pretty thin on center backs anyways. Saving face. I mean, I I can assume that's what I assume it was. I should say that it was. You know, I remembered the we. I think we may have talked about it last week when Bruce Arena fucking showed me up and was like, "Oh no, this is the lineup." He never said who he started. He said we finished that game with blank person on the field. This is the team that finished that game, and you're like, "Oh shit, that's right." In hindsight, it's, it sounds a whole lot better if you can say, "Well, Diego Plinto was on the field, and Pontius was on the field." You know, and if Cueo becomes something, Cueo was on the field. And but let's give credit that first fifty minutes, that Galaxy actually looked like they might score a goal. Boateng wasn't a goal-scoring machine yet, apparently. Mm-hmm. He had that one where he literally had just had to tap it in. It was like the opening, like, five minutes. Yeah, I mean, and, and it, it's weird, the the two statements, because you you obviously want to make state comments about the Portland game and the Cincinnati game turned out to be a little bit different, um, although really not that drastic, uh, although he did much, much better. Um, no, I, I mean... I, if he has that to happen, it kind of changes the direction of the game. We're not we're not pushing as much to try to get that first goal or that second goal back, which is going to stretch us, allow us to get kind of countered. But it's it's a 4-3-3 without a, a roster or lineup for a 4-3-3 um, versus a team that's playing more their preferred style with closer to a first 11. I think anytime you have Carrasco and Janino as like your starting center midfielders, you're, you're in for a bad time. The moment anyone saw that lineup, you knew. Yeah. You know, that's where, and, and, and Guessman had said it earlier, he said the moment we got Portland, we were out of it, which I I don't agree with. I think it's a it's a decision we're making. We're ma- we're choosing to be out of that game. If Emma scores that goal in the opening five minutes, you got to admit, you got to probably have known that at that point, the team would probably Bruce Arena that game or try that to would be the that goal, game. yeah. I think we would still lose it. It wouldn't have been as bad. I think that, I think that was the plan, to be mm-hmm. honest, because that first 15 minutes, 
you saw the galaxy pushing, pushing, pushing. Well, that was even my my prediction. I think I had did I have one nothing Ben for the the Portland game? No, we don't even know anymore. We don't even know it's, anymore. It's gone yeah, it's gone off. Because I think I had I had Pontius getting a goal, and and that being like, well, maybe we'll we'll. I mean, he's still. I think he's second for our, uh, winning aerial duels for us this this season. Pontius is great in the air. And so I thought maybe you know maybe we'll play a long ball up if someone like Polenta starts. He launches a long ball up to to Pontius. Maybe gets behind the defense and and just gets lucky, knocks one in. and We just fucking sit back and try to win this. Um, obviously not to be. Wasn't going to be the case, but. Um, yeah, it, it seems just so strange to me that we would, I get it. I get, I get the whole three days rest. I get that three days later from, from the open cup game, we're playing one of the worst teams in the league. And for that, you need the closest thing to a starting 11 because I don't know. I don't really understand. This was an opportunity knockout, you know, in a knockout game, 90 minutes, go out, get your goal, bunker down, move on to the next round, see what you can do. I don't, it's just me personally. Um, that should be seen as an embarrassment. Like a result like that should be seen as, as an embarrassment. I, I, I get the, well, it's the open cup and I get, you know, I get the, well, you know, we're focused on the league and we've only got three games. As a Galaxy fan, losing 4 nothing to anybody should be a fucking embarrassment. It, it should be an yeah. embarrassment. I, I, had, we, had we lost one nothing, 2 nothing, I think it would, it would be less of a story. Yeah, if we, I mean, if we played, San, if we were playing San Jose in that game and we lost four nothing, people would be pissed off. And but they're pissed off because it's San Jose, not because they're eliminated or it's any game. If we if we lose four nothing to Columbus, I'm going to be in a shit heel mood. If but we're losing four nothing to Portland, say, I'm in a shit heel mood. If the score line was was one nothing or two nothing, and we still lost, we're like, okay, two nothing, I wouldn't have mind. It, it, two nothing tells me that we gave it a legitimate shot. I don't. I didn't look at any of that lineup and think we gave it a legitimate shot. Oh yeah, like you said, that lineup came out and you're like, all right, well, we're done. It's over. This is this is where the, the cup run is. This is when it, this is if if by some miracle we get past this team, we've already hand us the fucking trophy. Because because we sent out like a C. Squad. We sent out a C squad, yeah. Definitely a C squad because B squad played on on. It's not. It's not the even a hybrid game. Yeah, it's not even a hybrid lineup. And then Portland brought out B plus. They had a lot of their starters. Diego Chara started. Sebastian Blanco started. Um, Brian Fernandez started. They had um, Marco Farfan on the bench, Diego Valeri on the bench. Like, but again, it's easy for them, and I think you know Gessman has made this point that they're at home, so they can play their guys. It's and easy. not have to worry about traveling yeah. anywhere else after on the weekend. Oh yeah, because no, Port- I, Portland has like some ridiculous like six game, sixteen because game they didn't at home. Play. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> play for so long at the beginning. No, I, again, I get it. I get it. I get it. Logically, it's still, it's still I get embarrassing. it. Logically, I, I understand the travel. I understand. I understand the the minutes. I understand the priorities. I, I'm not sure I, I really get the priorities, but I understand why there is a need to play a diminished roster. I think to the degree we played it was unnecessary. I don't think it needed to go all that far. Um, but that you know those are the those are the decisions, and um, you know that's a, a what are you going to do thing. I don't have to like it, and I don't. I sure as shit don't have to excuse it away like a lot of people do, but. Yeah, it is what it is. It's another year. It's another year with open. You know, it's been fourteen years, right? It's it's fifteen, 15 years now. Yeah, it's been. It is what it is. It's not something we're going to prioritize. Um, I and I get the need to lie to fans to tell them that we're prioritizing it because that's that is the right answer. You're not going to meet somebody who says, "Hey, are you taking the open cup seriously?" Nah. And your response is going to be like, "Nah, bro. I can't. You know, I don't. It, it's not a. It's not something we got time for." 
Um, I, as far as the priority, if, if I, if I may, as far as the priority is concerned, um, in the grand scheme, how important is three points against Cincinnati? We're not winning MLS Cup this year. But I think that's, that's the thing is their, their hopes is that their best chance of getting Zlatan on like a major trophy would be, you know, giving it, not giving a shit about open cup. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I think that that was something we probably could have realistically won. But look, or at least realistically made a took a shot at. But we talked about Bruce earlier. Like Bruce did, he didn't let's let's be honest, he didn't care about the open cup. Didn't but, he, care about but he won MLS Cups. But he won the MLS Cups. Yeah. That's the thing. He prioritized MLS, mm-hmm. didn't care about the the open cup. Look at Seattle. Seattle won four straight. Mm-hmm. Couldn't win a MLS Cup to save their lives. No. Because they prioritized winning the cup, burning their team out, and then they come MLS Cup uh playoffs times. Well, I, I wouldn't say that they prioritized. I'm still like learning where it's hot on this microphone. I wouldn't say they prioritized winning the Open Cup. I think they genuinely came into every game attempting to win it. We're fucking printing now. You're writing a book over here. What's going on? I, but I think they, I think they went into every game, no matter the tournament, no matter the opponent, no matter any of the circumstances, genuinely trying to win every single game. That got them to a point later in the season where they were just burned out. They didn't rotate enough. They had too many games that they were trying to play their top 11 a full 90 minutes because they're doing their best to win every game. I don't think that's us. I just think if you if you blended something between the Cincinnati game and the Portland game, you probably still, you at least could have shown a little bit better against Portland and still won against Cincinnati. And I think the, the, the problem with it too is that you just don't have the guys to pull it off. We don't have the guys to do... And especially right now where it's smack in the middle of we have five, six players that are missing. Mm-hmm. So even if you wanted to do like your A lineup for the MLS games and then your B lineup for Open Cup games, you couldn't do that because you have all these players missing. And until the till the time, until, I mean, in, until the day we can actually like put together a full roster and have an MLS, you know, maybe take the proper weeks off for an international break, not just like take an international break, and then the international games start mm-hmm. literally as MLS is coming back to play, mm-hmm. which makes no sense to me at all. Like, how do you how do you break it for the international games, but you don't you don't put the time that the games are actually being played? Yeah. That makes no sense to me. But, you know, everybody plays under the same, on the same calendar. Everybody plays under the same schedule. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those personal things. Yeah, I, I don't like, I don't like to see us like that. That's that's what was last year. We played Seattle. We went down what four or five nothing. But again, it's open cup. Yeah. In in two weeks, no one will even talk. I about think it. no one's talking about it now. Th- th- apparently, three days later. Yeah, so it's enough to kind of paper over things. People, a lot of people were pissed though. A lot of a lot of people were pissed. It looked it looked like a lot of people were pissed. I should say. But then now, after Saturday's game, I, I don't think anyone really cares anymore. Yeah, well, they should be they should be a little curious about it, but. Uh, even after Saturday's game, but yeah, it's it's, um, you know, choppy waters have kind of calmed down. Everybody's found their heads again. It's it's uh, four nothing loss to anybody's embarrassing. Four nothing loss to somebody in your own conference definitely embarrassing. Um, it's it's it is interesting because we're seeing, you know, I I hate to to trumpet anything they're doing, but you're seeing a team right up the road who's taking the Open Cup very seriously, and they have granted they have the allocation money, kind of makes it a little easier. With the squad rotation, <clears throat> but uh, 
And playing home games. Like and I'm playing saying. home games. But you're looking you're looking at a team who is legitimately trying to win the Open Cup, win the Supporter Shield, and win MLS Cup all in one year. And trying to do it in their, what, second year. You don't have to prioritize it, but there's a legitimate chance someone right up the road is going to win a trophy before us. You know, in, in on a newer time scale. You know, we're we're built in some interesting ways, and those are going to keep coming back to haunt us for a while. So, hopefully next year. It is. It's. It was the fifth round of the Open Cup. It's around the time Galaxy fans are supposed to remind people we don't care about it anyway. So what are you going to do? Which I don't think is true because every year it's the same thing. We get bounced and then we're mad because we don't prioritize Open Cup. I think one good one good run w- for us would get as an organization in a modern era, in a in a in a Beckham era, you know, post Beckham era, would get people up for that game, up up for that tournament genuinely wanting to win it. And you think, you think though, by winning Open Cup and getting the extra money from not only winning the Open Cup, but also playing in Champions League mm-hmm. would be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should... That's incentive enough. Incent- yeah, incentivize it where we should, you know, maybe win it or try to win it. It's... it's the, the main thing that sticks out to me is, like, that is an extra unnecessary game. Like, that's... Open Cup, oh, those are... We got a game against Cincinnati in three days. We don't need the extra match. When everyone fully accepts we're going to play probably a starting 11 against uh, Cholos in this League Cup thing. League's Cup, yeah. Like, what is, what is Spe- flat out of friendly? Talk about, talk about meaningless. The and... definition of money grab friendly. Oh, yeah. But we're going to, we're going to play no, at no, least drastically closer to a starting it's 11. It's a tournament yeah. for a cup. Prestigious. For, it's prestigious. Yes. World, prestige worldwide, baby. So, I mean, you know, you're not going to see, you may not see a full A team against Cholos. You're going to see drastically better than you saw against Portland. That, that's my only issue. That's the problem, right? That's the problem. Is like for a game that let's let's be honest matters zero matters Doesn't matter not at all. Yeah. And and you can you can make the fair argument that for a, a great many Galaxy fans and for a great many U.S. soccer club club football U.S. soccer fans, the Open Cup didn't really matter. You can make that that case. But I feel like I can make a, a sound argument that the Open Cup matters drastically more than the League Cup. But we're gonna we're willing to trot this out. With all due respect. Like we're willing to trot out Carrasco and, and Janino. Players who I think we all kinda accept shouldn't be starting. At least one of them hopefully never again, but probably shouldn't be starting. Um That's a game where we can we can play those players. But League Cup, that's you know, Pontius and Jonathan and and Corona and Lejet if they're healthy and Zlatan and Polenta and Giancarlo and that that's where you try to yeah if everyone's good we're gonna we're gonna put them out there that's the shop window game. No, I feel like though with that we're still you're still gonna see like a, a hybrid. Lineup. I think we're gonna get a mixture, but I think all all those players I just named will be available because it's smack dab in the middle of like a, again like a six game mm-hmm. run in like three weeks. I I hope we have a game three days later where we have to travel because I I'm, I would be very interesting. Very interested to see the starting eleven. If we have another game three days later, yeah, that would be that would be fascinating to me. So well, I don't know. We'll see. It doesn't matter. It's another year without an open cup. Um, hopefully next year. What are you gonna do? Hopefully next year we can actually, you know, te- quote unquote, take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, well at, we might never take it seriously again. It's okay. As long as, for me, as if you're not going to compete in the open cup, you need to be able to make a legitimate stab at MLS Cup. Right now, we're not able to do that. Realistically, we're not able to do that. So for me, we're throwing away an opportunity at the Open Cup to better solidify a fourth place finish in the Western Conference, which is around where we're at talent-wise. We're around like a, a nice three to five. 
So if we're better solidifying a four, okay, I guess, I guess I'll take it. Cause that's realistically like, that's the option. So. No, especially with the weird, like MLS schedule or the playoffs that's going to happen this year where it's, it's one game. Yeah. One game, single elimination. So I, I can understand where, you know, you want to finish as high as possible mm-hmm. so you can play more home games, not end up seventh and then have to play literally every game away. Yeah. But even though we're actually, we're not that bad away from home. So yeah, it could be fine. And that's the thing, like in, in the grand scheme, getting knocked out of the cup doesn't really matter depending on how your your overall actual MLS season goes. So it's still a little too early to tell on that. Um, but I'd, uh, hopefully in the next few years, I'd like to see a good run. If we're, if we're actually bringing through some of these Academy kids and this Galaxy 2 kids the way we're supposed to be doing and we seem to be planning to do, I would imagine in the next maybe two or three years, we make a decent Open Cup run. So speaking of the Cholos game, it's going to be Tuesday the 23rd of July and then Portland's four days later at Portland. So Awesome. You, you you're gonna get what you. What they have a, they have a one game buffer, so I'm sure everyone will be nice and calm about it. Every no one, everyone will be nice and healthy, rested, rested, good to go. Exactly. Uh, but speaking of away games, hypocritical fox, I can't wait. Oh God, I can't wait. I'm <laughs> bathing this. Let's talk about the game this past Saturday against Cincinnati. Two nothing win away. Three games on the just in a row on the on away. Bang 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 bang. Four times. So I guess sitting your 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 B squad kind of worked out, even though it's only two nothing. Where you should have probably won by more goals. Yeah, well, I mean that was my my overall argument. I thought a lot of guys played decent. Um, luckily, thank you to to uh, say Michael. I got to rewatch a game a couple times. Everyone seemed fine, but for what Cincinnati is and what we're supposed to be massive kind of let off massive massive let off at least attacking uh through the second half of the game it was great that we got the goals early bang bang in what three minutes um emma boateng scoring which i don't I, did you watch did you get to watch the game live uh no i, I watched the like, replay yeah, yeah i watched replay so i'm, I'm watching the game live. i was just i was listening to on the the youtube stream okay which they fixed the audio and i was like really happy They're, they, maybe they listened maybe they listened um, but yeah, I guess I listened on the way to uh, dinner that I, we were going to for my sister's birthday. Hmm. Uh, so I watched the game live, and I have uh, I have Twitter up on my laptop while I'm watching it. The moment Boateng scores, my entire timeline mm-hmm. erupted in unison with like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. This is the apocalypse. Are we sure Boateng scored? And then immediately after, it's like, oh, Cincinnati must be terrible. <laughs> a little fucked up. I mean, just just give the guys, but correct, but also extremely correct. But also 100% his correct. his goal his goal was very nice, very nice goal. Yeah, his goal was very nice. Fabio's a um, couple minutes later, Fabio Alvarez got his first goal. Um, Emma Boateng's goal assisted by the sun in the goalkeeper's eyes. That was Fabio's. No, that was goalkeeper. Well, they're Fabio's three, is in the, the three yeah. minutes apart, so both of them assisted by the. Well, they're sun they're, goal. they're on opposite sides, so like he 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 doesn't have as big of an issue on the left, but Fabio's goal completely from the moment he kicks it, it's it's past him, and then like a second and a half later, the goalkeeper dives to the left, and he's like, oh. Also, fuck, I see also it. Fabio's goal assisted by very very poor defending on yeah. today's part. I think he and he's technically unassisted because it was it was just such a nightmare. Um, well, two Cincinnati defenders went up for the ball. Clean and, then, <laughs> and then Fabio, I mean, it wasn't even a clean hit either. Fabio got the, he got the assist on Emma's. He, yeah. he flicked it up over the defense. Seemed like he screwed it up a little bit, but it was just far enough away to take the defender out and kind of leave Emma open. And credit to Emma. You have to finish it. Might be, might be the nicest goal he scored. He's, will ever. 
and he's actually up for the the goal of the week. Uh, get, get the kid in. Get, come on. Go, go vote for him. It's Look, never going to happen. It's never going to happen again. It's never going to happen. Go vote for him, please. <laughs> go vote for him. Uh, yeah, but uh, Fabio Alvarez. And then maybe he'll send you a dick pic. From your lips to God's ears. Uh, Fabio Alvarez got man of the match for his assist and his goal. I thought he played fairly well. There's a couple chances he didn't really take. Um, but still think he's just getting acclimated. Um, yeah, overall, overall had a pretty good game. Pretty, pretty decently solid game. Eighty-one uh, percent pass accuracy, three total shots, uh, one an aerial duel, one a tackle. What, can, what more could you ask for? I mean, as that attacking midfielder, he's shooting. He's not. He may not necessarily be scoring, but he's he's shooting more often. And, and we have to get into that mold where other people are taking shots. And I think the most important thing is he's getting people into dangerous areas. Like he's, you know, finding other guys to give that that final pass to, and they can score the goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Cincinnati took. In fairness to him, and I and, and I saw him getting a lot of shit, but in fairness to him, I thought Zlatan did put in a, a decent effort when he was trying. It just became very evident when he stopped. But when he was trying, you, you, there has to be someone else who's taking up that slack. And Cincinnati's uh, their goal obviously was to take Zlatan out of the game, and they entirely cut him off from the game. So you saw Boateng and Legette and Favio, like you, you saw all these other pieces. Finally, fucking finally. You saw all these other pieces do something with the space Slaton is creating. I don't know if you want to throw the gen in that that category. I said it uh, attempting. Okay. I said trying. I didn't say that they were necessarily ooh. succeeding. Not and, necessarily and succeeding. I will give Legit the benefit of the doubt because he's just coming back from an injury. Mm-hmm. But ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Not one of his better ones. My my dude is is quickly quickly becoming one of my most not like players on this team. It's a. Uh, you're you're definitely not alone in that, but oh god, I'm fucking all this water is killing me. Um, you're not alone in that, but there there the positive is seeing people take advantage of the space Lawton's creating. Emma Boateng had five shots. I think that's the most he's ever had in a game. Fabio Alvarez had three shots. Uh, both of them had two shots on target. Romney had two shots, like taking advantage of the time he has on the, on the field. We're seeing Zlatan still had two shots. Both of his shots were on were on target, and he had two key passes, and he had a successful dribble. Um, you're just seeing it, it looks like the gelling. It looks like the coming together. I'm still a little a little cautious because it was against Cincinnati. Uh, you know, I, not to throw their name out, I would have liked to see this uh, some a result similar to this, a style similar to this against a Portland or against maybe like an RSL, MLS team. You know, Cincinnati, I think, is still kind of building, still working on it. Um, but to see it against a, a, a more overall competent team, playing in, in a way where someone like Boateng can still manage to get five shots off. I'm excited to see where it goes forward. Do it against San Jose, who, is, who has been resurging. Do it against someone like San Jose, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting more on the boat. Because certainly looking at Portland, it looked like GBS kind of got outcoached to a degree. And looking at Cincinnati, it seemed like they focused on stopping one specific person, and they achieved that goal. But then they knew nothing else outside of that. Well, it seems it seems to be that when we give up the possession of a game, it seems like we do better. Mm-hmm. So Cincinnati had, according to who scored, which we get all the stats from, had a sixty-four and a half percent percentage mm-hmm. of possession. Possession. Sorry. And it's it seems like we you know maybe we're better on. The counter than we are actually holding the ball and trying to pass it around. But that's also 
due to the fact that we scored two goals in the first relatively early twenty minutes of the game. Yeah, but so, if, you, if you look at Kansas City, we didn't have the possession. But again, if you look at Orlando, we didn't have the majority of the possession. At what point did we score the first goal in those games? I don't think those goals were early. I'll have to check it out. But it seems that if, when when we give a possession and more of a you know counteracting team mm-hmm. counterattacking team that we we actually looked more dangerous than if we actually actually like you know, holding the ball passing around I don't know to me that's what it seems like no I, I, I see what you mean we scored uh, against Orlando in the 19th minute so to Ben's point it seems more like you're scoring and you're saying hey I'm good um but to that point against uh, against Cincinnati or even really against Orlando how big of a concern is it like how big of a concern is it that you're going to give up? You're going to get scored against Cincinnati. I mean, they had they had a lot of shots, but they they weren't. Nothing was really great. Bingham had three saves in the entire game. Three game for the sixth clean sheet of the season, Benjamin. I know we're we're inching towards your prediction, which I, I love. Kevin Hartman's best season ever, I think, was eight or nine clean sheets. So Bingham for for whatever your issues with him, slowly creeping up that record uh, that record list. Um, but he had he had three saves all all game. Most one, one was confusing. One was yeah. one. It seemed like he lost it a little bit, but he was able to usher it out. Um, another one, I think he kind of had slippery hands and 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 bounced it to the ground, or he he caught up with it later. He and seems then, like one per game with that now. But it, look at all. I mean, we have. Uh, I started doing this when I get a copy of the game. I, I go back through and I, I'm making some gift files of key moments from it. He looks comfortable in all of them. the the fir- The very first shot is is a cross from the left side. And he seems like he loses it in the sun just a little bit, but he's he's still comfortable. He's still comfortable the entire time. It's getting harder to criticize someone like him. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 slowly he's slowly kind of getting there. He's slowly kind of doing it. I I'm, look, I, I'm still not convinced with with him, and I think he's like an average at best MLS goalkeeper. I think you're wrong. But I think I think uh, you know what was it? He's like the 16th highest paid goalkeeper in in the league. Something like that. So there's like a ton of keepers in this league who are getting paid way more than he is, mm-hmm. and he's doing he's like top five in the league right now. We're not giving up goals like you know in the league. We're not giving up goals. We're not scoring that many goals either. So I mean I would put him in, and he's got a better defense in front of him, obviously with the additions of of people and. And uh, Polenta and Stairs have been, and he still hasn't, and he still hasn't had a regular, consistent backline. No, it's still always switching. Like around. I, I yeah. want to see, I want to see Polenta, Polenta, Stairs, Giancarlo. Right now, probably Araujo. It's definitely um, but Polenta, Polenta, <laughs> Stairs, Giancarlo, and and probably Araujo consistently for four, five, six games in a row, the exact same backline, four, five, six games, and I want to see what Bingham does. If it's not if it's not a merry-go-round, if it's not where this person's on on Gold Cup duty or this person's on Copa America duty or this gone for whatever, consistent the exact same backline. I want to see how he does. I think uh, it's hard to say he's undervalued, but he's playing he's playing very well for what he's getting paid. He's he's doing the job. He may not be. He's not a he, what was that kid's name? He's not a the one everybody fucking blows, even though he fucked his contract twice. Uh, he's not Jaime Pinedo. Oh, Pinedo. Yeah, he's not Jaime Pinedo. Who is, has been showing a lot of love to to Galaxy the last like couple months. I don't think he, ever, I don't think like he wanted to leave. Yeah, I don't think he necessarily wanted to leave, but he, he, he wanted to get paid, and 
you know, I don't agree with how he went about it. Um, but he's no Pinedo, but he's what? Better than, better than most. I don't, I'm trying to think of where I would put him better than Ricketts return. Um, better, well, that's yeah. better than Ricketts return. I would give him the edge to Joe Cannon's good season, even though he had a, a horrible defense and, and let in a lot of goals. Uh, still don't think he's anywhere near Kevin Hartman, nowhere near Ricketts' first reign, nowhere near Pinedo's first reign, or Pinedo's reign, I should say. Um, Saunders? I wouldn't even put him over Saunders. Ooh. I think Saunders is a better keeper than he is. I totally disagree. I 100% disagree. So you should... I, I, I would probably give the Ashley Saunders. Saunders has some, some pretty... Saunders had some pretty good defenses in front of him. So That's that's the other fair point. Saunders had some dr- dramatically better, more consistent defenses in front of him. Um that would be a nice poll. Who do you, where, where do you currently rank people, Saunders or? Bang? I think Saunders is going to get the nod because he's got the ranks. Yeah, the rings usually do it. But yeah, probably somewhere existing somewhere in that in that range right right now. And the Coke. Fuck you! I love Josh Saunders. I'm not. I, you want to diss Gio? I'll let it happen. It seemed like it was more. It Saunders. seemed like it was more of a drink than. It a, seemed than like a, yeah. I thought it was a drug issue. Nah, it was, no. it was, it was a drink issue. I think it was a drink. Uh, all the booze. Well, allegedly, they're they're, they're, goal, they're goalkeepers, man. They always got to be a little crazy. It's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's allegedly. the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's all allegedly. It's all allegedly. Just so you know, this this whole podcast hey, is brought to you by allegedly. <laughs> 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 that booze helps with the short memory, man. Uh, there you go. You just got to move on, right? Exactly. You got to move on any way you can move on. All right. Um, anything else from this game? Any ups and downs? From the Cincy game? Yeah. Uh, oh, I got to talk about it. I got, I got, I got two. I got to talk. About. I'll lump them together. Do it. My, my, my beautiful youths. Julian Araujo. I mean, that is son. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't do. Don't listen to anybody else. Don't even listen to me. Just keep doing what you're doing. Whatever you went into the day yesterday with, that's what you want to keep on going with. Um, attempted five tackles, three successful ones. I think he had an 83 percent pass uh, succession rate. Um, Finished, I think he finished number three overall in the in the ratings by who scored. I, I put him a little bit higher, but just the hustle from the kid. I mean, the absolute hustle and drive. He, you watch him play, and you're like, he wants to play soccer, and he wants to play soccer for the galaxy, and he wants to play soccer fucking now. There's that one gift that you just like the gushed all cut, over. Oh, yeah, God. I mean, I made that at six in the morning because Damien woke up early. He's, he's, he's what you want. He's what you want. He is, he is the perfect Academy product. Does, does Chris have a new man crush? I don't. I don't. No? Not yet. It certainly sounds like it. Not, yet. Like no, it. No, not yet. But he's getting there. He is the perfect. He is exactly what you want out of an Academy product. He's he's coming through the, Just, way, the way he's supposed to. I know this hasn't been a problem in Please the past, me. but he is 17 still, so... He's just 16 years old. What's the name of that song? Leave her alone. They say. I was going with a totally different song. He's uh, only 17. Oh, yours. Yeah, yours. 17. You, you knew he was going to go for that for that hair metal yell. That's what I got. thought. Yeah. I thought that's where he was going with that song. Now, <laughs> ben, Benny Mardonis, Into the Night. Listen to those lyrics. It's oh, fucked up. Yeah. He's like, she, he's like, the girl's 15 years old. Everyone in town is like, hey, old man, leave her alone. And it's like, well, fucking you're sniffing around her teenage panties, dude. What's wrong with you? Give me, give me my press pass. What's wrong with he you? He goes, if there's grass in the field, bro. <laughs> if the grass in the field, play ball. If there's not, flip her over and play in the mud. Let's go. Ow! Ow! Wow. I mean, 
Can I, see, can I finish my point? Though? Finish your point, dude. Uh, so Julian <laughs> comes to the academy. I want my press pass. Uh, Julian comes to the academy, getting promoted to the first team. He there is a first team regular who is at least okay in his position. He it, it, he's definitely not Jelvik, but he's at least okay in his position. When that guy goes away, he gets injured. Julian comes in, plays very well. First team right back comes back in. Julian steps back. First team right back goes out on international duty. Julian comes right back in. Boom, fucking performs again. He's letting he's letting you as the fan know. He's letting the administration, the coaching staff, he's letting them know, hey, maybe Felcher wants a 30% raise. Maybe he wants a 20% raise next season. If you don't want to pay that, Julian's ready. He may not be Felcher, but he's getting there. Like, he's working on it. And he's definitely going to try. Like, it's, it's so stark to see Julian Araujo after having Giovanni Dos Santos for years, seeing someone who who abused, flat out abused and wasted being a soccer player versus someone who's like, every second I'm on the field, you're going to know I'm fucking here for it. I showed up for it today. Isn't it nice to know that we actually have two capable right backs went for, what, two, three years we couldn't find anybody to yeah. play that position? It was like, we'll, we'll put AJ in because he's he gives us the best players on the field possible. But like pretty much since Sean Franklin... Uh, got shipped out. It's just been this rotation of right backs trying to figure someone out who's going to stay. Remember Pele Van Anhol is getting hurt. Guy played like three games <laughs> yeah. and then goes down and you're right back in the same situation you were before. You know, we had Robbie Rogers go over there for a bit and then he got hurt and you're right back in the same fucking situation. So now at least you have, I mean, the, the best thing you can have for it is competition. You're flat out competition. Felcher, you're so good. You're an international. You're worth all the extra money. When you get back, you better show it. And Araujo's 17, dude. Yeah. 17. Yeah. He's 17 and seems to really like playing for the Galaxy. So, I mean, I, I... He was number one. Even if you have him for four years, he's 21, you ship him out. Good profit. And, Great and profit. If, 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 you, if you don't ship him out, he's a potential U.S. international. Right back is still a problem area. I mean, he's already playing for the, the U23s. He's playing or, for the U23s. Yeah, he plays for at least the, the most notable club in the country. I mean, that's certainly helped people in the past. Just keep doing what you're doing. That's number one. Number two, Efren Alvarez. Not not great in a Portland game. I mean, that's that was that was a bad well, showing. No, no one was. Yeah, but his 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 seemed to stick out, and in part because he's he's the he's the big overhyped player. It's kind of why everybody needs to calm down. Um, but in the Portland game, he he it was absolute disaster show. He was he was outmatched. He tried too many things. He tried to force too many things. It just it wasn't his day at all. And again, seventeen. 17 it's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, it's, everyone. It's fine. But the Cincinnati game, when he comes on late, from the literally the moment he comes on, there's that clearance that he 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 wins. He bounces into space and immediately goes and takes a shot. It bounces out to Zlatan. You just see him drop right back in, open up for the pass one two with Zlatan and. You know, if you rewatch, we have a, a gif of it on our Twitter. If you rewatch it, as soon as Laton, as soon as he does the one-two with Laton, the kid just shifts back to the top of the box, waiting to open back up for a clearance. The spatial awareness that's going on in his mind, understanding where he's got to be, all the time, focused. Like he just comes in, he at least for Cincy, and, and again, since he's a, a an easier opponent, he comes in and he's he's ready, he's dialed in, he's focused, and he knows exactly where he's got to be. Amy brought this up in our Discord this week. Eventually, we're going to get to a position where Zlatan's like, you have to get him on the field. Because when he's on the field, I have more room. 
And when I have more room, I'm happier because I get the ball more often. I'm The moment Efren came in, Zlatan was back in the game. The moment. Cincinnati had Zlatan out for a, a solid a solid chunk of the game. We won't say the, the entire game, but a solid chunk of the game. One of the two shots Zlatan had was 45 seconds after, after Efren came on. Like, it's... It, he is game changing, at least for his Laton specific game. The way for and, and as Laton is your big money man, he's the reason, at least monetarily, you don't have a second striker right now. You have to play the person that opens him up and allows him to play the game that he wants to play, that he needs to play. At least right now, when those two are on the field together, it works really, really well for Efra. It works pretty damn well for Zlatan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that's what he's supposed to come in, right? That he's supposed to be our our guy off the bench to mm-hmm. to spark that attack. I wonder if it's gonna, if we're gonna get to a point where it's too late. You know, if he's coming on with ten minutes left, a thirty seven year old Zlatan's gonna be pretty gassed by then. So that's that's where I, I'm. Yeah, maybe a little. I don't want to put too much pressure or too much, you know, uh, weight on the kid yet. But he seems to make the big guy better. You kind of have to play him if, if that's the case. Quayo kind of in the same boat. Maybe you you drop F, you maybe you drop Emma for Quayo, and then you bring Efro on for for Quayo. You know, with twenty five minutes left or thirty minutes left. I don't know. But they they're gonna have to figure out something that gets Efro more minutes if he keeps making Zlatan drastically better. Ben, what do you think? Um, I think I think Amy hit it on the head. Eventually, Zlatan's gonna demand that he gets on the field. I just. I'm not sure that he he's not good. He's not going to replace Fabio at this point, you know. He so, shouldn't. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, he shouldn't. Yeah, the problem is where are you going to put him? I mean, uh, in your best eleven, he's just not there yet. In my best eleven, he's not starting. Yeah. No, no, no. I would still start. Um, I mean, he's close. I'd start he, Pontius over him. I, I'd say. He, I mean, I got to be. I mean, I don't know if it's being optimistic, but I think by the beginning of next year, best eleven does include him. I would hope so. I think at, at a minimum he's a regular eighteen. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I think he's a regular eighteen. I would now. hope he is, he is now. I'm not. I'm not sure that he is, but I, I would hope that he's a regular eighteen. I would hope he's a regular fourteen. I would hope he's a guaranteed sub every game, at least every game that we're we're losing. I would hope he is. He's in there. If if, if at a minimum, if you're taking a defender off for him, say you're taking, um, you know, you take oh. you take off a Corona and bring him in. Yeah, say you're taking Corona off. Or Legit. Well, even like you said, Tuck, I mean, his spatial yeah, awareness, you know he could kill off, he could help you kill off a game. I'm taking out Legit first. Yeah, we take off Legit before <laughs> yeah. But if, if you're taking off one of the, if you're looking to take, if you're down a goal and you're looking to take off one of the more defensively minded midfielders, you take off Corona. But either way, if you need a goal, he should be, of all the, of all the non-starters, he should be the one. He should be the dude. So, I, you know. All right. I got the email up here I from hope. Big Tony. Uh, big shout out to Big Tony for doing these. We really appreciate it. I talked about the Open Cup first. Uh, US Open Cup, by including the Open Cup in the predictions, everyone was able to bump up their totals by at least one, as everyone, everyone predicted a win versus amateur side Orange County FC. However, only Ed predicted a loss against Portland, giving him an extra point. Huzzah. Uh, then came the <laughs> Cincy game. Oh, Ben, ye of little faith. With Ben only predicting a tie for the Cincy game, both Ben and Chris... Oh, sorry, both Ed and Chris. Cincinnati, what's wrong with you? I know, dude. We're able to gain a point in the prediction game. Chris now takes the lead by a point. Ooh, suck my dick, bitch. Currently sitting on 12 points. Ben follows with 11, and Ed trails with 8. Catching up on these bitch asses. Catching <laughs> up, son. I was down in the I was down what's, in the bottom. What Central American country are you from? <laughs> Catching up on you bitch asses. 
I'm from the Caribbean. <laughs> Curaçao. Who, adva- who advanced tonight? Congratulations to all of our Curaçao listeners. Curaçao. Which I did not know was a country. I just thought was a store. A store. Yeah. That I bought a U.S. jersey from. Did you, oh, that's is that where you got that like weird? Uh, that's Centennial jersey. Yeah. For like twenty five dollars, <laughs> because it was like an error in the computers. Naturally. Um, yeah. So Chris now takes the lead by a point. Um, ben with eleven. Pew, pew, myself with pew, eight. Pew, pew. Uh, I am slowly closing the gap, and I predict we'll take the and Ed is slowly, slowly. Oh god damn! Ed is slowly closing the gap, and I predict we'll take the lead in late September. Ed, don't let me down. Big Tony, it's probably don't better. let me down. Listener predictions heading into Sin City game. There was a four-way tie at the top between Danny A, Ethan, Luis, and Walter. Following closely one point behind was Elizabeth and Richard. Sharkboy was a strong third place, being two points off the lead. After Cincy, we have changes at the top. Ooh. 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 It's been a week of changes, man. With only 29 people participating, five listeners were able to grab two points due to a correct scoreline. No one grabbed the bonus third for predicting both Emma and Fabio. No one scored. No one was predicting don't feel Emma. Bad about yeah, that. don't. It's hard. Uh, Ethan, Sharkboy, Chris G, Galaxy World Order, and Maddie were all able to grab two points. That means Ethan is now the sole leader with 14 points. Luis L follows closely with 13, and four listeners are now tied in third: Danny, Richard, Sharkboy, and Walter. Two listeners that were fighting for the lead, Walter and Elizabeth, didn't enter predictions. A surefire way to guarantee someone else wins. Uh, don't give up. There are still 15 games left to play this season. Anyone can catch up and take the lead at this point. If you have problems remembering to put in your predictions, follow t- on Twitter at BigTony underscore 42 uh, for reminders. There's a there's booze on the line, he puts with exclamation points. <laughs> Looking forward, this week the G's traveled to Northern California to face the Smurfs at Stanford Stadium once again. But before we get to that game, Christopher, we have an ad. Do we? We are brought to you by Away Days Football. Oh, that was a surprise. <laughs> I mean, I, I did not see that one coming. Big surprise, right? Uh, AwayDaysFootball.com. It's your favorite store. It's my favorite online store where you can get amazing mystery jerseys sent to your house. Seeing a bunch of new ones pop up, too. Let me open up their Twitter really quick. What What amazing world do we live in where you can just get jerseys? Randomly sent to your house. Well, the, the future is now, Ed. The future right. is I mean, now, that's the, that's the way to look it at it. It is now. I'm at a point now where all I wear, all I wear, away days jerseys. Literally, the, the only one you wear is on that, that gray one you wear. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I mean, that's, that's what I'm mostly pictured in. I wear, um, what's the other one I got? The the French team. Um, fuck. What is it? It's not Lille. It's, um, oh, God damn it, it's going to bother me. But I wear that one all the time. <laughs> that one French team. Yeah, it's a it's a Frenchy one. I can't. I don't know why I'm spacing on it. It's not Marseille. Is it? It's Lyon. It's Olympic Lyon. Um, I wear my Lyon one all the time. I wear the the uh, Benfica one. I always see you picture yourself in that Benfica one, man. Uh, well, it's gray. So when Damien spits up, it's the one that I can I can get away with. It just looks longest. like a darker splotch of gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it I looks like you. one of my 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 food stains. So it's fine. So you can go to waydaysfootball.com. They have the $25 mystery kits. They have, what was it, the $45? $40. $40 2018-19 kits. And those are like your bigger clubs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then they just announced that they're doing a Women's World Cup mystery kit. I saw that. Jamie Bacon. Hey, Jamie. Jamie. Hey. Jamie girl. Look, I saw you. Women's World Cup. World Cup. You love the World Cup. People love the World Cup. You know what, Jamie, just for you? We're going to give you a promo code. Special? Special. Just for her. 
And everyone else. Living their best life. No, no, no. No one else uses this. Jamie, this one's, this is exclusive just for you. Jamie, with the announcement of the Women's World Cup jerseys, you can get 15% off if you use the promo code SQUADCAST. That's a deal. At your checkout. 15% off. I'm just saying. And I mean, are we, allo- are we even allowed to do this? If anyone else is listening and wants to to use the code, that's not our business. It's, it's not our business. It's specifically for Jamie. But if you guys want to use it, that's fine too. We're gonna get an email tomorrow. It's like, hold on, did you tell people not to use my service? <laughs> but yeah, uh, and if you guys follow Away Days on Instagram, it is Away Days, and then on Twitter, it is Away Days Football F U T B O L. Tag us in your posts. We love seeing you guys send us uh, pictures with you in your jerseys. We love it. Um, I usually use them for like you know when I used to go work out. That's when I was using my jerseys. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually getting ready to start running with the missus, so jerseys are gonna come in handy. They just added. You gotta uh, get ready for that wedding, dude. Pretty much. They just added Bug Eaters FC from Nebraska as part of their new American kit collection. Bug Eaters yes, FC. Sir. And it's a it's an awesome uh, football badge in black, all black and white, soccer ball FC in the middle with a tractor on top. Let me see that. Turn your turn your computer around. All right, hang on. Because that sounds amazing. All right. There we go. Okay. Isn't that fantastic? That is pretty cool. Look at that, Vinny. I like how they, they're like pretty much like hand curating like all their teams they're doing now. It's all just black and white teams. Yeah. It's the way it should be. But I, I saw a, a lot of new jerseys coming through there. I saw an Atlas jersey. Um, I was just scrolling through their tweets really quick. They were doing some promotion for my beloved uh, Providence Let's go Rogues, Providence FC. Uh, they have a... So now they're ca- carrying uh, UHL Sports. I don't know if there's like a Yule Sports way I'm supposed to pronounce that, but... Oh, I think it's a German company. Okay. Yeah, they have FC Kaiserslautern. Yeah, see, it's a German company. Which is just pro- one of my favorite soccer teams to pronounce, FC Kaiserslautern. I like Borussia Mönchengladbach. Borussia Mönchengladbach. Mönchengladbach. But yeah, it's, it's a nice way to, to spruce up your wardrobe. I now have jersey. I wear jerseys that my son can grab and kind of like bite, and I don't really. I'll stress out about it because twenty five bucks, no big deal. Exactly. So twenty five dollars. That's the mystery kit. You get like as Chris was saying, um, you get like these lower level teams. Uh, you're not getting your your Barcelona's, your Madrids. That's the forty dollar level. Mm. That's the one. If you wanted that, forty dollars. But you can use our our promo code Squadcast in the uh, the promo code section when you check out. Fifty percent on everything. They also have their own branded clothes, mm-hmm. which is pretty dope. They have like the old school football, soccer as their logo. logo yeah. It's really cool. They have sweaters, hats, beanies, all that stuff, stickers. Whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. But go to awaydaysfootball.com. Go do it now. Well, Especially not now. Especially you, Jamie Bacon. Jamie Bacon. Women's, Women's World, World Cup. Cup. Yes. You got to support. And Matt. Matt, too. Matt. Women's World Cup. Don't you, you hey. support, too. We're, we're all going to take the patriarchy down together. Stay, the only way. stay woke, Matt. Had fucking wokeness. My kid was like, "What is woke?" I was like, "It's a waste of time. Don't worry about it. Be nice to people. Just be. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. This is the problem. Sorry. Wait, is whatever. Oh, that's over. Ads over. Done. This is the problem. Ad over. And complete. Yay. <laughs> this is the problem. Everyone, you can't be woke. I can't walk around understanding everything that affects everyone. I can be wrong about things, and then you can explain that to me, and I can go, oh, okay. Well, I won't do that thing to offend you anymore. Like that thing that bothers you, if it doesn't grossly affect my life. Hey, my bad. Yeah, my bad. What happened to my bad? My bad used, My bad was fucking currency in my life. I'm, I'm screwing up left, right, and center. I would just go, oh, my bad. Hey, my bad. I'm even accepting it's mine. The bad is mine. Like if you were if you were talking to your homies and like 
you might have stepped over a bound a boundary yeah. or like stepped over the line you'd be like oh, hey, my bad. Yeah. and then it's all good if you're talking about if everybody's standing around talking about your favorite wrestlers and you're like oh god I'd suck the rock stick and everybody just stops and looks at you you just go oh my bad was it not that kind of conversation we're not I thought we were sharing we're not we're all we're all just gonna stay closeted up inside that's maybe, your business maybe we should stay away from like wrestlers and nakedness and yeah. it's been it's been a weird week for some wrestlers oh Rick, my man Ricochet hey, yeah. here's the thing you can't talk about Ricochet because every time women's wrestlers nudes leak, it's all like, oh, you guys aren't supposed to be looking at those. How dare you? That's her problem. Ricochet's, Ricochet sticks a finger in his butthole, and that shit's on my timeline. What the hell? I didn't, I was Why is that shit there. on my timeline? I wake up I woke up at like four in the morning. Ricochet's finger in his asshole was on my timeline. I love Ricochet. I want to see that. I'm happy my man's having a good time. Clearly, he had a good day at some point in his life. I just don't want to be a part of it. Is that wrong? I support it. I just don't want anything to do with it. All right, let me go back to Big Tony's email before we get. Started. Is that where we were? <laughs> yeah. All right, back to Big Tony's email. Finger that butthole, Ricochet. I saw you, man. Hey, 2019. Hey, man. Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you, sister girl? I mean, he literally was doing yeah. himself. So. <laughs> uh, this week, the G's traveled to Northern California to face the Smurfs at Stanford Stadium once again. <laughs> the Smurfs normal stadium sucks as bad as they do, so they're embarrassed. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my credentials. <laughs> so they're embarrassed to play such a prestigious club there. We are like their their European club, right? Because we just come in there and they just have to open up their giant stadium. San Jose. Too. We yeah. are the we are the complete reason that team exists. We are there Top every year, every year. It's a, they even wait for their Fourth of July stuff to happen when we play them because mm-hmm. we usually play them around the same around the same time. They play they play LAFC. Why isn't that a, Cla- a Cali Classico? Because nobody gives a shit about either one of those teams. There's a singular focus. San Jose is, is fastly becoming like the team no one cares about anymore. That's fair. I mean, games against us are for relevancy. Like it's it's the thing that makes them relevant. If they don't pl- if they're not playing us. Who cares? And that's just not that's just not San Jose. That's like the whole league now. Look at Cincinnati. They they the forty thousand in Nippert Stadium. Their first sold, sold out since the home opener. Since they moved from the USL. Yeah. yeah. Playing the Galaxy. And and talking shit about Zlatan, but need, really really need that dude to show up to, to move some tickets. Yeah. Which is you know it happens. Um, <laughs> where was I? Um, I unfortunately, killed Ben. Yeah, you might have. Unfortunately, the G's don't have the best record when playing at the new Stanford Stadium. Uh, not the old dump. Compiling record of one win, four losses, and one draw in games played there since 2012. The last win for the G's uh, in San Jose was 2017, with Anafo leading the team to a 4-2 dick- victory. Dick- I was about to say dickery. Nice. I have it on my mind, baby. <laughs> got, got, got it on my mind. With a 4-2 victory, uh, goals are scored by Gio Pedro, Gio with a brace and an own goal. That was a fun game. Oh, that was a game we went up to, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was a fun game. That was. Cup holders, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while we haven't been incredibly successful at Stanford, the G's have improved significantly this year, sitting in second in the West with 31 points, while the Smurfs are tied for eighth with Kansas City and Vancouver at 19 points. The G's need to be wary, as the, as in their last five league games, the Smurfs have shown some improvement, going uh, loss-loss-win, draw-draw. They are still led by American disappointment, Chris Wondolowski. Wow. He says, fuck that guy. With eight goals on the season... Uh, will the G's play down to their level, or has the international break cured the bad habit? Gentlemen, let's talk the San Jose game. What do you think is going to come from this game? Predictions? Lineups? You feelings? Get, you want to get us started there, Benjamin? What are your feelings on this game? 
Talk to me, Ben. You know, when Big Tony says be weary, I'm kind of being very weary. I mean, San Jose started the season off and they were just dog shit. Utter dog shit. And now they have 19 points. I don't know. We can't win at Stanford. I'm not... Don't have a good feeling about this game. What are the, what are the odds? Do you have the odds? I, um, so, because San Jose does have a game, this it does have a game tomorrow. The odds makers don't have the Galaxy, the full odds up for the for the game. The, they got to wait and see how they do. Yeah, they got to wait and see, make sure there's no injuries and things like that. Uh, right now, the predicted score is 1.5 for San Jose, 1.6 for the Galaxy. So, I would say the Galaxy going away, I think 538 does have their little prediction thing up. It's 44% for San Jose, 34% for the Galaxy. So you're probably looking at San Jose being a plus 125 to maybe a plus 150, and the Galaxy looking at maybe a plus 200, maybe a plus 220 on your on your bigger lines. That being said, I think um, I think the draw is a smart play here. Mm. So I think at best we're, we're looking at the draw. I mean, we still have too many people gone. You know what I mean? A lot of people gone. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're probably gonna see the same lineup you saw on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Or something, something pretty similar. No, it should be the exact same. Yeah, it should yeah. be. The, it should be the exact same. So you guys have a, a week off. I yeah. think I think you're gonna see pretty much the same same lineup. Week off, nobody's back. Yeah, and I th- I think the only reason we get a draw is because San Jose has that midweek game. I think if San Jose was fully rested, we were fully rested. I just I mean they are at home. Yeah, so it's exactly. not that they have to travel. Yeah, but it's still a midweek game. So I mean, uh, if depending on the team they field tomorrow, just uh, you know, they get beat up. Team. They yeah. get beat up. They get red cards. Exactly. So they're playing home to the Dynamo, and then they have us at home three days later. Dynamo's is a good squad too. Yeah, they'll play. They they should play. They should do what we should have done against Portland and play a hybrid team between the two. Um, we should be seen as beatable. Even even sitting in second in the West, we should be seen as beatable. Certainly by that team that's kind of given us some headache. Um, I actually think we're, I think we're going to do fairly well. I don't think we're we're going to crush them. And it's it's sad because it's San Jose and I would, it's Laton and it's, it would be a whole big thing. But I don't think uh, I don't think we're going to crush them. I do I do think we we'll, we should be successful. Um, you know, there's a lot of things San Jose is not very good at, and there's a lot of things that kind of play. Uh, to our benefit, we're very good at set pieces. San Jose's terrible at defending set pieces, um, absolutely awful. Um, they love keeping possession. We're playing away. To your earlier point, when we play away and get possession up early, we can kind of shut down the house. I, I do wish we, I would, I wish we were playing this game with the full complement because I think we could really fucking take it to him. But given where we're at, it's gonna, it's gonna have to be a huge game for Perry Kitchen. He's gonna have to help us hold a lead if we can get it. Um, it's it's going to be a big game for Legette if he can. If it, it would be the perfect game for him to kind of jumpstart himself and, and get going. If Emma Boateng can go strength to strength after Cincinnati and kind of keep going, that would be phenomenal. Obviously, doubt it. But what you're going to ask of him in a game like this is not necessarily to take five shots. You're going to ask him to take two to three and just stretch the play, like pull defenders away. He has to make drastically smarter runs than he's been making. Opens Lawton up for some space. Let him fucking bang three goals in and call it a night. Zlatan likes the big the big crowds. He likes the atmosphere. He likes the hate. This should be perfect for him. Yeah. This should, especially with what he has to see as a failure at Cincinnati. You know, with, you're starting to hear um, 
little quotes coming out from players where they're kind of sick and tired of his attitude. This would be your moment to kind of make up that room. You know, if, if fans are getting on your back because you haven't scored in a couple games, this would be the one where you can say, all right, well, not only am I going to knock one in, I'm going to knock one in against your biggest rival or your second biggest rival, depending on when you came into the league. Um, should be number one for, for most, but I digress. This would this should be the game for him. Fabio has a great game. Boateng has a decent game, which it should, you should all still be cautious of. Uh, Legette has a decent game. You know, I, I mean, he should have a lot of sport out there. You know, he's from the Bay Area, so this is the time to be like, hey, this would be a great time for him to show up. Please, God, please, just but have I, him show up. I want. I'd, I'd like to see Pontius. San Jose's terrible at aerial duels. Like, just launch the ball in the air, keep winning all night. Um, I'd love to see some some long balls from Polenta to Zlatan. Zlatan knocked down to Fabio. Fabio out to Emma. Emma, you know, hopefully just stand there and give the ball to somebody else. And then that other person take a shot. We we score more than a couple times. That would be beautiful. Um, yeah, I mean, San Jose has been playing better. And I think they just signed a goalkeeper uh, from Cruz Azul. Okay. So I don't know if they're going to – he's going to start on Saturday or not. Uh, can he? I mean, even though they signed him, can he play yet? I mean, the transfer window doesn't open until the 9th. That's true. So they may have just signed him and him not he's not able to play. I mean, if he if he was totally released from Cruz Azul, then it's a different story and the transfer window doesn't come into play. But if it was any sort of transfer, he can't play till the ninth. I like that. Uh, in the in the YouTube live chat, uh, if you listen to us on YouTube, it's youtubecom slash squadcast. Uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez says Geo hat trick. <laughs> Always. Nice Always. throwback. Nice throwback. Someday. Uh, yeah, I mean these games are always fun too, man. You know, even like if it's like a nil nil one one, they're they're usually pretty fun. They're they're dramatic. This is Guillermo's first classic, classico rivalry game. Let's see how he is that new keeper. Uh, really, you're talking, about a, you're talking about a guy who who coached Boca against River Plate, and that this rivalry is going to phase him. No, 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 I'm not saying it's phase. I'm saying it's his first one. So I'm I'm interested to see how he approaches it. Um, he, we don't have our full team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do play them in two weeks at Again, home. I know this is whoever put the fucking schedule together is a fucking idiot. We'll go through that in the lightning round because I do got some couple questions for you on that. Okay. So it it'll be interesting when we play them at home because that's when all the people will be back from they'll be back Cups but, and all that stuff. But probably not playing, right? They should be. It's the July twelfth. I don't. Why wouldn't they be back? Cause, well, the finals the seventh on some games, so who knows if they're if it's Mexico, Jonathan might still be out. Yeah, Maybe and it's probably going to be Mexico. Yeah. Uriel will probably be out because he's ugh. having a tournament. Tur- tournament. You know what? He's having the exact tournament we need him to have, especially if he's saying I'm willing to come back for another year. Like he's having the perfect tournament. It, it's he's having the perfect tournament for all parties involved. For Manchester City, he's raising his value internationally. For Mexico, he's scoring goals for the Galaxy. He's scoring goals for Mexico, which is promoting for them, and then immediately after a game saying, yes, I'd like to come back for another year. Why Why not? It's working out. It's the perfect scenario. Uriel Antuna scoring goal. I, I can understand saying, well, why? Can't, how come he can't transition that same style of play to the Galaxy? We play differently. And they have better players. We play differently. They have, <laughs> go, go player. Our best player is better than their best player. But go player for player, and they're better than us in almost every single position, save for center forward. Of course he's going to play different. He has more space. He has more time. 
he's going to play. Geo played better for Mexico. I mean, you know. And let's be let's be honest. They played against what Cuba. They played, yeah. I would say, even Cincinnati's probably a better team than Cuba is. That's fair. Well, they still have all their players. I'm sure someone from Cuba defected. Oh, after the at game. least, yeah. The captain, I think it was who who left. But everything, every Uriel is exactly what you would want. He is he's the he's the, been the perfect transfer. He is he hasn't necessarily lit it up on the field, but you do see those those in, those little moments of brilliance. And you see it interna- when he plays at international level with better players, he is outstanding. If we get better players in, logic would dictate he's going to transition and be better. When we get everybody back, he should transition and be better. So it, it could be end up being a great move, especially if we can find a way to make this permanent. Come on. I don't think that's happening. I don't think I, it's I don't happening. Think, I don't think he stays after this year. If we, he's, he's already said he's open to a loaning for another year. Yeah, I don't think that happens. There's no, re- there's zero reason for him to say he gets nothing out of it. But I, I think if he has, a, if he has a great tournament that he's having, I feel like some other, you know, team from another country is going to probably be like, hey, that's. Oh, I'm sure. But it, he comes, he, he he stays here. Look, look what coming to the galaxy has already brought him. If he if he stays here, you're going to play every week. You're going to play for you're going to play for your national team. You're going to start for your national team. And all, your national team plays most of the games in the states anyway. Like well, you were in, you were well, at, you were at Manchester games. City. You're at Manchester City and. Seemingly, no one had even fucking heard of you. You come over to the Galaxy, we got you on your national team for for an international... He's going to get an honor next to his name if Mexico wins. And he got that playing for the Galaxy, on loan for the Galaxy. If he's open for another year, I mean, who on earth says no? I, I would be I would be very interested to see who who is against uh, Yuri Alentuna. Bringing it back to the game. Yeah. Uh, By the way, remember when I hated Mexican people and I was, uh, was a xenophobe and all that? Yeah. Sorry, I just, Remember my head while I'm fucking good old days. As soon as the mics go off again, I'm fucking lay back, <laughs> lay back, make America great again. Oh, and Ben, speaking of you know soccer and, and non MLS stuff, oh, sorry man. about your ladies, man. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. You went from a high from the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> now you're down. I actually, yeah, I was gonna tweet something out about that, but I was like, no, I can't do it. it I think someone notable is leaving from uh, the Edmonton Oilers too. Someone was like, I went out of here. I can figure that out. Yeah, yeah yes, you play RV. Oh, oh, I can play. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. You saw we I was like a Ben's like, yeah, whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. Like, no yeah. more. <laughs> it's not that great. He's dead to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let, lineups. We we expect same lineup uh, as similar yeah. as possible. I, I I would consider. I would greatly consider um, dropping Legit for, or I would for consider Bonius. dropping Legit, moving Legit to the left, dropping Boateng, which they're they're not going to do this. Um, scoring a goal and playing very well. And I don't know if you saw the quotes from Boateng at the end of the game where he's like, it's great having a coach back you and support you. Where even when you have bad games... He's like, dude, you're literally the only it's option. Set. You're, <laughs> you're literally the only option. It's, it's you it ain't backing G- you, dude. It's just like you are the only option. It's you and a G2 player. Yeah. But it's it, he came out and, and had some quotes basically saying, you know, it's great to have your coach support you and back you. And so even when you're having a bad run, he believes in you and he keeps playing you. Whichever the reason, he pats you on the back, and once you leave, he's like, "Fucking hate that guy." Yeah, he's terrible. He's so bad. Um, but it, it's going to be Emma because I, I don't think with GBS supporting him and with the the lack of depth coming off of a goal, coming off of arguably his best game this season, probably easily his best game this season, um, he hits the bench. Even though um, Pontius does so much better in aerial duels, which we should be able to su- succeed in, maybe that's something you try late and you and, and later in the game if we need one goal or. We're just trying to hold possession, and Zlatan's exhausted. You can bring Pontius on, launch the ball up, and, and just kind of slow the whole game down. Probably going to see relatively close to what we saw in Cincinnati, unless something crazy happens in the next few days. Like a you know training injury or something. Yeah. 
which is which is fine. Well, consistency. Let's let's start building some consistency. You have another three weeks before you know you guys are fully back and mm-hmm. from from gold cups and who knows if Filcher even comes back from. And I'm for anything that involves not starting Serrano Crosco. So if we can oh, do Corona God. and Kitchen in the midfield again, it, this again could be a gigantic game for the research. What what GBS has done to Perry Kitchen's game alone. I mean, there's your there's your Wall of Fame plaque or whatever the fuck we call it. Just revitalizing Perry Kitchen at 400 grand as a true defensive midfielder. The one thing we don't have on this team at all was a true defensive midfielder. If you need to shut a game down, what Perry Kitchen was prior to coming to the Galaxy is what you would want to bring on the field. Hard of steel, crunching tackles, short passes, doesn't get too fancy, knows his role, knows where he needs to be. GBS has kind of brought that back out in him. It, this the San Jose game because they're gonna they're gonna come after us. They're gonna come out. Doesn't matter if they played a game three days ago. They're gonna. We are the World Cup final to this team. Perry Kitchen's going to be huge. Corona being smart, being very careful with his passes. Legit being smart, being very careful with his possession. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. So this this could be a real test to see if if GBS has kind of brought something out of Perry Kitchen. And we we need we need him to be that enforcer. We need him to be Dima Kovalenko. Yeah. This is the game for Perry Kitchen to return to being Perry. He already Kitchen. looks like he's a hockey player. That's just like I saw on, on Twitter where we when he has bad games, he's Kevin. When he plays well, he's Perry. Yes. Okay, I, I love it. I'm on board I'm with on that. Board I think that. we can yeah. all get on board with Perry Kitchen, good game, Perry Kitchen. Perry Kitchen, bad game, Kevin, Kevin Kitchen. So it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. I'm ho- I'm I'm he's the one I'm watching the most. Would love, would love at least an assist from Efren Alvarez against San Jose. For a kid who's watched the galaxy as long as he has, who's kind of been in the organization, it would be a great movie. I feel like it's it's like he'll have an assist where he like just kind of chips it over. Think- and then Zlatan bicycle kick. I think that's what I'm, what I'm hoping for is it's not going to be an LAFC goal. I just want to see one crazy goal. I want a rocket from outside the box across the keeper's body into the top left corner. Like, false sizzles, rolls into the corner. That's what I'm hoping Like anime fire. Yeah, like, a, like a, an anime game or an anime show about soccer. Like, I want to see a goal there like that. There is that. that. Um, My brother was watching that shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's seen pieces, but... It, that's what I'm, I'm. I'm hoping to see. I, I think it's winnable. I think it's absolutely winnable. Um, but it's going to be tight. I think it'll be tight. Yeah, I wish we had. I wish we had a full lineup for this game. Mm-hmm. But I think these guys can do it. Hopefully. Yeah. If All they right. if they play like they did against Cincinnati. Predictions. Ben, you're first because you're the worst. Loser. Yeah. Second place now. So I am going against all of my better judgment. One hundred percent of my better judgment. I'm gonna say the Galaxy win two to one. Zlatan and I. You know what? I think that uh, Steris, it's time for Steris to get a goal. He hasn't got one in a while. He's due. They're terrible at the set pieces. And like you said, I mean, San Jose has issues in the air. Mm -hmm. So I think Zlatan and Steris, 2-1. And we've been pretty decent on the road. We're three games in a row where we won on the road. And so you go last, right, because you got two points last round? Well, I got the Open Cup and this one. Okay, okay. We'll do it all the same. Um, Ironically, it makes me a little concerned. I have 2-1 as well. I have a, a 2-1 win. I have Zlatan. Um, I was less certain about the second goal. I'm actually going to give it to Polenta. I think it's still going to be a set-piece goal, uh, uh, maybe a corner kick, probably a free kick. But I, I, I want to see one. Remember when he scored that last goal and it was just like the, his scream shattered the world? I'd love to see that fucking up in Stanford. So hopefully uh, a 2-1 Polenta and big Zlatan. 
Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a two-two draw, and I think you get goals from Zlatan because he's due. And then I'm gonna give the second one to Fabio. Hmm. Any yeah, reason, I'm a little. I'm a little Fabio. What? I'm a little. I'm a little less optimistic than you guys are with this game. Um, we we never had that much That's luck in totally, San Jose. Totally the right call, man. Two two. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. One for Zlatan. Fabio gets one like. He gets like a rebound off a shot, and it comes back to him and top of box, and he just buries it. I do always like whenever you make a prediction, you can kind of see how it in your head. You can kind of see how it will play out and how you got there. Because he he's he likes to trail behind that striker, so I feel like if it'd be across in the box, maybe a defender like poorly clears it, it drops to, to Fabio inside the box, and he just buries it. Like I I see that in my mind. So I think a two-two, but I think I think we come back late. I think we're down 2-1, and then we get it like a late... So they can't hold the lead to save their yeah. lives. Yeah. That makes sense. So a draw that feels like a win type of thing. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right. I'll take that. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Zlatan, let's talk about him. What are we going to do in the lightning round? We'll do in the lightning round. Okay. Oh, shit. Lightning round. Pew, 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 pew. That was a giant. That was a big one. That's <laughs> It was a black laser. <laughs> it's a little thicker, you know. Lightning. You know, yeah. lightning. Oh, you know, it, it is whatever it wants to be. Black lightning. I call it black lightning. Yeah. Black lightning does whatever it wants. <laughs> that should be my fucking superhero name, Black Lightning. It's like a giant. I have a cape, and it's like a, a like a Tampa Bay lightning. lightning I'm pretty there. sure there's a, isn't there like a CW show? Uh, I, don't I think know. it's called Black Lightning. Is it really? I think uh, so. Well, that, that would be disappointing. Yeah, there is. There is, right? And it was canceled. Already? The new Black Lightning. How about that? Wow, that was... Black Lightning! Very fast. Yeah. All well, right, Ben. And my show's been canceled. <laughs> so, um, I didn't see... Positive out- blackmail TV? Cancel it. Oh. Ben, what do you got for Lightning Round? Um, I just wanted to, I wanted to bring up, because I've seen a lot of this uh, this last couple of weeks, uh, the fan support for Zlatan. Yeah. It's been waning a little bit. You see you see all over the all over the interwebs. So is it true or is it fake news, man? People are hating, man. I think people are coming down on him. Un- <sighs> unfairly or not, it's Well, I mean that's 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 that is the discussion, right? Like, yeah. do you do you feel do you feel it justified or do you think it it unfair, unjust? I think a lot of people don't remember Robbie Keane. Cuz well, my man, yeah. my you... man Dude, he straight Constantly fits. Yeah. was throwing fits on the field. Sure. But was also banging in goals like crazy. Yeah. but you when, know. You, when you stop banging in the goals and you're still crying like a baby, that's when we have you problems. Lose, you lose that, uh, that, 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 that Teflon-ness. Um, you lose the pass. Like you, you don't get the pass when you're not scoring goals. Robbie threw, Robbie threw a fair bit of fits, for sure. I think, I think, a fair bit? I mean, per <laughs> game. Yeah, I think the difference is you never got the you never got the feeling of you know disgust when something didn't go his way. He was upset for sure, and he he definitely was like, "How how do you not understand the game the way that I understand it? Like, why don't you see it the way I see it?" 
And you saw that frustration. But I mean, you're a captain on the road, man. Like flopping on the ground. Yeah, that's that was a whole nother. And level. and I get it. I, I watched that. I watched that play over and over again. I get it. The, it seemed harder to fuck it up. It genuinely seemed harder to fuck it up. But it was fucked up, man. Like you playing, you playing major league soccer. You've been playing on this team for two years now. You, like you know. Like come on. You 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 should know. You should know. If you don't know, you absolutely should. But you're at a point where Sebastian Legette, like someone who is, and I think it's fair to say, expendable. Someone who is expendable is talking to reporters saying like, yeah, well, you know, that's the guy's attitude. And that's, you know, what are you going to do about that? We, we're going to go in the back and have a conversation. And that's, that is what it is. I can understand, you know, not even I can understand. What does it say about the level of antics? If he has 11 goals in 13 games so far this season and people are still like, it's not that I want him (laughs) gone. It's not that I want him gone, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to when he's no longer here because there is, there is that agree or disagree. There is that part of, I just want to like my players Yeah, and he scores a lot, but he's kind of a dick. And there is, there's not even, there's no kind of to it. He's he's a dick. And there is that like, you know, he's, he's my dick and, and. That's that's how I felt about Yellow Von Dom. Like that's he, why he's so big. He's kind of an asshole. Yes, black laser. That's but I, <laughs> uh, lightning. Yeah, whatever. Uh, either one, uh, both. <laughs> black laser shoots black lightning. Um, but it, there is Yellow had and then, that, and then black babies. There you go, <laughs> and then no black fathers. Uh, <laughs> but you you had. We're talking about positive role models, positive, man. Yes, sorry, uh, and canceled. Um, but but you you have that with with Yella and with Dima Kovalenko for sure and with Robbie Keane like you had these guys who are um, unlikable that were who are unlikable dicks but they they were yours and they they you know you still you saw that they cared and they were they were invested I don't know I don't know what it is with Zlatan that's just different it might be the 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 quality level it might be the it's a whole it's a whole aspect, another package there's a whole another level of arrogance yes because Robbie Keane wasn't going around saying hey Robbie Keane needs the ball all the time. Like talking to himself in third person kind this, of thing. It was never major league Keen. Yeah. It was never like it was it Keen was never like, I'm gonna break every single record. Yes. Don't worry about it. Well Keen never came out and said, I'm bigger than the league. And so if you're bigger than the league, you should be able to score against Cincinnati. But you you can't. And that's okay, you know, and that's fine. But they were able to take you out of the game. As fan strangely, for some reason, as I think as 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 fans, we have to psychologically accept that a 37-year-old in the 85th minute can't do it. But he doesn't have to do that. And for him, he can demand to still be on. And it's like, well, yeah, you they couldn't get that ball to you. But how many times in the last three games have they tried to pass the ball to you where you were gassed and they had to figure it out anyway? Or you took the ball that was a, a through ball that could have gone to somebody else and you stretched out to get it and then were your, your form and posture was bad and you were falling backwards while you passed the ball and you gave it up. We had to move on. And everyone else had to move on. Everyone else had to be an adult about it. You you throw yourself to the ground and start complaining. Yeah, there's one thing where you know Robbie Keane would throw up his arms or yell or like get pissed, but then Zlatan with his, you know, it's it's. But Robbie was focused at the same time. Yeah. He would he would throw his hands up and get pissed, and then if or we got the ball back, he would get his ass back on side and get ready for the next play. And and you look at it and go, well, I wish you wouldn't waste the four seconds by bitching and moaning. But if you are going to waste the four seconds by bitching and moaning, thank you for getting back on side and getting back into the play. Zlatan will sit up offside for a minute and a half and slowly walk back. 
that doesn't help. Head anybody. down, hands on hips. Like. Yeah, it, if you look like you don't want to be here. I, I appreciate the 11 goals in 13 games. I do. But. Madam Serrano says, uh, we cut in Zlatan to sign Pavon. Boom. Insane. Heard it here first. Not Ins- if he, if he Now, if he says Fuzzy Slippers verified it, then, then that's that's practically gospel. Yeah. And if you all don't know Fuzzy Slippers, like you need to get your, get yourself right with Jesus. Um, but there is, there's just, there, there is part of that arrogance and there's that dickheaded nation. And then for me, it was getting sent off was like, come on, man, like, come the fuck on. Like you got sent off on childish shit, like little childish shit, things that AYSO kids do. You couldn't control yourself. You're, you're, you're so great, but you want to choke out fucking Sean Johnson. Who cares, man? Like, just come on, come on. Come on. Or slap it. What was it? Uh, or was it the Orlando game that he slapped the dude in the back of the head? So, no, Montreal. Yeah. But it's, Montreal, where it's, he smacked the dude for stepping on his foot. It's those things. And it, it seems strange. I was thinking about it. Like, we've had some great, we've had some really big names as far as Major League Soccer is concerned. We've had some huge names on the Galaxy. And at some point in time, I've hated most of them. Yeah, I saw you post that. I've ha- I hated Gio for a long time. I hated Gerard, although I'm kind of coming around on him. Really? Um, a little bit. I mean,. He in, in the grand scheme, it wasn't his fault that he lost it, and then we decided to pay him a buttload of money. We had no business offering him the money we did. Yeah, but I also don't expect any man with children to turn down stupid money. That's why Kobe Bryant signed like two, uh, two twenty-five, I think twenty-five million a year contracts, and he's like, I would have played for way less, but I have children, and they offered me twenty million dollars. What the fuck do you expect? I get it, and I get wanting to extend and, and thinking he could step here. And Gerard tried his ass off. Whether he whether he could do it, <laughs> that was a whole other whether question. he could physically yeah. do it, he tried his ass off. Yellow Van Damme tried his ass off. Abel Xavier tried his ass off. Like, it's the players that come here and don't give a shit or believe they're bigger than the league or bigger than the team. Those are the guys that I... It, it takes moving mountains for me to get around. Beckham, you remember how much I hated Beckham, 07 to the mid-up 2009. I yeah. hated David Beckham. But it wasn't until we started turning it around and he put in the legitimate effort that, you know, I, I, I kind of I can come around on him. Ashley Cole was somebody who came in with the perception of being bigger than the league. And I was like, well, fuck that guy. Like, fuck. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have 11 goals in 13 games. I don't care if you have 30 goals in 35 games or whatever your record is. If you don't want to be here or if you're acting like you're bigger than the team or you're bigger than the league, or you're bigger than the crest. You can go. It's the one thing that we as Galaxy fans have always wondered or wanted. It's why one of the Lars guys jumped off the, the stands to, you know, to confront Beckham. All we want is loyalty. Yeah. You're not bigger than the team. You're not bigger than the badge. And if you believe you are, I don't care who you are or what record you have. You are welcome to go. You're all welcome to go. And, and for me, and I, it's the only person I can speak for, for me, Zlatan falls in that category. As someone who is looking for the days he's not here, what he's doing past it, I do think he, I think he overall enjoys the experience of being here. But I, I, it seems like he's he's pained by playing soccer games, and if that's the case, then I, you know, I don't necessarily want you gone. I just look forward to the day you're no longer here. Yeah, I agree. Second lightning round question. <laughs> Our next four games: San Jose, Toronto, San Jose at home. And Chivas. How many wins we get in the next four? Three and one. Three wins and a loss. Probably. Really? Three wins and a draw, hopefully. Ed, what do you think? Uh we probably we probably drop points against San Jose for one of those games, I think. I think Toronto Toronto's missing players internationally too. 
Um, well, your drop against San Jose would be this upcoming one because you have a draw for that. Yeah. Toronto, yeah, Toronto yeah. still has Puzuelo, though. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, That's where a Perry kitchen comes in handy. And then I'm always going to be, I'm, you know what, I'll be, I'll be honest with that July 19th game, man, it's, it's coming fast and it's, it's a bit scary because they are it should be. 100% yeah. better than us. It should be. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're way they're, better than us. But they were way better than us last year. That's exactly. So that's why I have a little bit they were of, of hope. Way better than us last year. Yeah. yeah. In fact, they were way better. They were they were more way better last year. They're, than Yeah. They are. I'll I take mean, that. They were more way better. Yes. They were the besterest. <laughs> okay. So, Jerry, so so then following that, outside of the TJ game, we have at Portland, at at Atlanta, at DC, and then Dallas. What do you think of those four? We're gonna win at Portland. We're going to lose at Atlanta. And then Dallas? No, no, then, then at D.C. and then Dallas. Oof. I man, fucking hate is, D.C. United. That is, that's a brutal away travel right Dude, there, what, I'm just saying, these next eight games, really, you're going to see You're going to see what the Galaxy's made of in these next eight games. We go and on a crazy that, run. And then that stupid and fucking then, well, it gets even better Cup game is because so idiotic. After that is Seattle, Seattle, LAFC again, then Seattle again. So realistically, our next eleven games, there's not an easy one in there. This San Jose, these two San Jose games, are the easiest two games of the next eleven. I'd probably say uh, FC Dallas is probably the easiest of that bunch because they are not good. Uh, I think it's a toss up between them. <laughs> them and what was San that noise? That? What was that noise? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was me trying to spit out San Jose. <laughs> I, I think San. <laughs> You're counting until which which game? Where where, where am I looking? Looking at, at the looking until um, September first. September first. That's the second um, Seattle game. So if you look at those games, I mean, okay. I'll list them off for you. San Jose. All right, just tell me win or loss. Go ahead. Okay, so so, so we'll so we'll go through this. All right, um, you have this this weekend, San Jose. You think win. draw? You think win? Uh, July fourth against Toronto. Man. Ed, uh, a draw. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you unpatriotic fuck. For Friday, San Jose at home. That's a win. That's, That's got to be win. Yeah, it's got to be one. Okay, then you got LAFC Friday home July nineteenth. I will take a draw. Ed, I'll take a draw all day. I'm taking a loss. Then we I got. See, that, that's the thing. I don't. I can't I physically. Cannot I can't bring myself make to that, I that can't prediction. Bring myself to that, yeah. Dude, I just, we could start. I, we I could start it. that game with three players on the field. I'm like, we're gonna win five nothing. Fuck them, goddamn bastards. See, then you got at Portland, which I think is a loss. Yeah, we're gonna lose that game. Nah, I'm gonna be there. It's gotta be a win. That's and a then I need that to be a win. At Atlanta, really at Atlanta, another loss. That's to be a loss. At DC, another loss. It's probably a loss. You know, then then we come home to Dallas, which I guess it's a, a win. win. And then we're home home against Seattle, which is maybe a draw. A draw, yeah, coin flip. Then. At Bank of California Stadium. That's a win. Count that bitch right now. And then at Seattle. 825, right? It's probably a loss. Which I, I won't be there because I'll yeah. be at the New Japan Super J Cup in Long Beach. Uh, count that bitch. Three yeah. points. So realistically, I think we're looking at maybe three wins in the next next 11. No. Nah. We're going to beat... I, we're think, gonna I beat, think you're, you're underestimating. We're going to beat San Jose. We're going to beat Toronto. We're going to beat San Jose again. We're going to beat the Timbers. I think DC is actually a game Dallas. that you can win. They're they're not as good as they were in the start of the season. I don't know. DC's going to have a hard on. They're going to have a big hard on for that game. Sure, but it's a week's rest from Atlanta. 
You're going to have all your guys back. Hopefully everyone's but healthy. But again, Ed, we're, we're plagued. We're plagued by that three days of rest. Because we play DC United three days before we play FC Dallas. And you know how we are on three days. When we only have three days rest and we need to do cross-country travel, Ed, there's, there's nothing you can do but play Galaxy 2 play. I mean, that's, that's, I believe it's the rule. That's what I've heard. It's number one. Anyway, that's that's really far ahead. And and between between the Portland and between the Portland game and the Atlanta game is the All Star break, which is Laton and Laton and Jonah have to play in, and that's a five day five day window, and they're gonna have to play an extra game. Wait, hold on. What what game? What day is that? That I believe the All Star game is on the first. Skip it. You miss Atlanta, which we probably anyways. The 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 All Star game is in Orlando, so if they go to Orlando and then just shoot up to Atlanta, it's not skip what the All Star game. Yeah, they can't. They'll be banned for the Atlanta game. Yeah. You said you're going to lose the Atlanta game anyways. So why bother playing them? Give them extra rest. Actually, don't mind that. Actually, yeah. Was, I don't mind that on, at all. On turf? Suck my dick, Don Grover. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. If you're if you're probably pulling an L in that game, or that's the thing. Even if you're not pulling a loss, what, you're going to be defensive and playing counterattack football all night? And that's Zlatan, not Zlatan. And Zlatan's not going to play on the turf. It's Atlanta. This is this would be my concern. It's Atlanta potentially selling like 60,000 tickets. I could see well, him they would going, do that anyways, but that's the thing. I can see him going. Oh well, there's sixty thousand or seventy thousand people showing up because they're coming to see me. I mean, he already played on turf in Minnesota, right? He's played he's played on his turf a couple times this year. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. He played on turf. Yeah, he played on turf a couple days ago. I mean, I don't, he well, said. Did we play Vancouver away already? Well, he is. He has said he's going to play. He'll play every game that he he can play. The turf doesn't really isn't factoring in as much april 5th i'm not sure that that's necessarily true or that that's you know that's necessarily what's going to happen on on a game-by-game basis but he says that he's not directly affected by they're not they're not making their choices based on whether they're playing on turf all right well we'll see well let's look i got cincinnati uh the revs play on turf right that game was here i don't think kansas does oh you're right um I don't think Kansas plays on turf. NYC was home. Uh, Columbus Crew, that's grass. Uh, New York Red Bulls is turf. He played there. No, Red Bulls no, is grass. grass. Red Bulls is grass. Oh, Minnesota's uh, turf, for sure. No, Minnesota's grass. Really? Yep, and the new stadium is grass. Holy shit. Well, then but, I don't but really know Por- who has turf but anymore. But Portland can't do grass, right? Because yeah. they don't know how they can't do it. He anything. did play at Vancouver. He got a goal and assist. Anyways, that's, a, that's, that's really far ahead of look. You can't really predict that with... Uh, knowing if we even have healthy guys or not, so. All right. Yeah, I mean, say you predict a I loss just, to I, Toronto now, I, we, or not Toronto, but say you predict a loss to second San Jose or Seattle, and we end up signing Christian Pavone. And then it's like, all right, well, yeah. it's a whole drastically different set of circumstances. Yeah. So that, that was my next question, is, is what do we need here in, in this international break? Is it a big player? Is it a medium player? Or is it Stan Pat? We need an international slot. Any international slot? Of those yeah. international slot slots, yeah. Um, sorry, what were, what are my options? A big player, just a, like a good squad player, or just stand pat? Great question. Um, well, we definitely don't need to stand pat. I would say we need... And, okay, so what do we need, then what do you think we'll do? I think we're going to swing for the fences, and I think we're going to swing and try to sign Christian Pavone. Um I I don't I still don't understand how the money makes sense even though it seems like they figured it out. Just the I'm, the money makes yeah. uh, you can do the money. The money's fine. The mechanism is how I'm wondering how it's going to happen. Really? How, how do you see the money? I don't even see how, how does the money make sense? As in like we pay which is reported as 10, 12, 13 million. Where where are we getting, where are we getting the DP slot? That's what I'm saying, the mechanism of it. 
Well, like, how is that? I think that's Ben's point about the money. I mean, I, yeah. I would assume the way you make that money or mechanism work, we bring, we're going to bring him in on a loan. Yeah. We pay we pay upfront on a loan with a guarantee that we're going to pay. Let's one of the things I saw today. Guarantee we're paying. We'll pay twelve million end of the year uh, for fifty percent of his rights. Alessandrini gets moved on. Whatever that's done or. Uh, Zlatan decides not to return. What? Ha- whatever. Um, or both. Or both. And the, or both you, I, might I be beautiful because then you go out and try to get better than Well, I yeah. think I think that you also see more than likely you're going to see Allison uh, Drini drop down as a tan player. You got, best case scenario. For best him. case scenario for him. Yeah. To even want to be. Bonded. If you're an Allison Drini fan, best case scenario for you is that he comes back as a tan player, which I'm fine with positionally. I'm I'm absolutely fine with. If, if he didn't take up the DP slot, he could stay forever, but he does, so he can't. Um, I, but I think we we swing for the fences because I don't understand how the money works. I, and the the loan could work. The, that loan plan could work, even as far as their mechanics, I believe, are concerned. Um, not precisely knowing how the money would work, I'm inclined to say we're going to swing for the fences, probably miss out and go back for him in the winter. Um, Just know, Ben, that if it happens, your boy is being dropped down to D2 again. You sure? Absolutely. So you can't see anything where maybe a guy like Shelvick gets moved in the in the summer window, and that and, and that and that and that million dollars that we pay His him. His boy Triari would probably be dropped down for that international. Oh, if we get Pavone, yeah. yeah. No, and they, well, it, that million dollars we're spending on Shelvick could easily go to the loan for Pavone. Yeah, but who's but paying? We can't get rid of Shelvick. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it, we, we we could always move him someplace back to Europe. Well, we'd have to find somebody willing. Yeah, we'd willing have to, to find somebody him. like maybe a team that AEG owns in Sweden. Hammerby, <laughs> that'd be nice. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think Shelvick is is. I think he's staying pat at least for through the end of the year. He's he's another one we're gonna have to pay off, man. He's another one we're gonna have to get rid of. I mean, that's a, that is a way to pay him off. You know, I mean, I know it's a way to get him closer to home. I don't he know. is he is clearly clearly out in the doghouse. Oh yeah, like he is he's done. Dave Romney was in the doghouse, and Dave Romney is starting more games than Shelvick now. Well, and that's the thing is a a guy like Shelvick who maybe has one more European contract, maybe, you know, a few years left in Europe if he goes back now. That's the thing. That's kind of the, the, that's kind of how you sell him on this. He's 27. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, um, because no one probably even, he could probably even squeeze two contracts if, I mean, maybe that's the way you sell it to him. You can squeeze two contracts out of this if you leave now. Um, but at 27, yeah, he should be able to sign a nice two or three year deal, and then if he performs well, re up in in another year for the next three or four, and then call it a career. Get out of a, a if, bad situation that's clearly not working. If the soccer gods were are in your favor at all, they would make that happen. But I feel like it, we've pissed them off so much in the last four years that <laughs> that of which. that Shelvick, <laughs> I know he's gonna go take a piss. That Shelvick is is with this team, like he is not moving. I don't know. I mean, you, I'm I'm hoping for the best. This is this is the way that you were talking about, like money and mechanism and everything. That's the way I see it making sense. Is getting rid of Shelvick, using that money as a loan deal for, for Pavone. Because wouldn't you you'd still you'd still be on the hook for half of his contract, wouldn't you? It depends on the loan on what the loan is. No, I'm talking about for Shelvick because he played half a year, so you'd still have to pay. Yeah. Half that salary. Yeah, you well, so yeah, half you, that salary would still be on your yes, on your books. Yes. Half that salary would count towards the salary cap. Yeah. And, I just, I just know how the money works. It's it's. I don't know how the mechanism mechanism is going to happen where we bring yeah, it in. It's MLS, so no one really knows. I, I'm I'm not even sure Garber knows at this point, really. I know they're they're just calling like it. They see it as they go along. Exactly. Uh, there was also the rumor uh, Polenta 
possibly yeah, make a move back to Nacional. The, that, that was, but that's um, been shot down. Already. That's been shot down like a million times. Yeah, earlier if, today. You, if you can't figure out why that's not happening, there's something wrong with with how you process information. It makes no sense. No. It's like, oh, we got a guy who wasn't playing, rehabilitated him, got him playing well, and then we're going to flip him immediately, even though he's clearly the best defender we have, as as far as quality is concerned. It, it makes no sense at all. It makes zero sense. But that's why you don't see an actual well, link just, or a club or money. It just doesn't make sense because you would have to have think you'd have to have thought that if Palenta was coming, he knew he was coming back to playing. Why wouldn't Nacional be the first team he goes to? Mm-hmm. Maybe they wanted to see he could play. Maybe, but they could have got him for free. Yeah, five months ago. How and 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 it be, it it circles back to that MLS problem we tend to we tend to talk about every couple of weeks. Uh, regarding transfers, Taylor Twelman wasn't worth 1.5 million or whatever, but that's what MLS was going to demand 1.5 or 2 million from Preston, and they weren't willing to pay it. Landon Donovan wasn't worth 40 million. He he, he just he, he he isn't like on a global market. He's not to MLS. He might be, you know. How much is Diego Palinta worth to us right now? Covering at center back, covering and at left back, left back, and you know, right back, and sometimes arguably the best. Probably not even arguably, just the best left back option we have in the organization right now should be starting every week at left back because you can play Starris and you can play Giancarlo in the middle. It 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 makes no sense. It makes no sense from so many different standpoints. And it's fine because it's not happening. It's not going to so, happen. If the only way you you should want it to happen or, or even expect it as a possibility is if we would need to move uh, Polenta to somehow sanction the Pavon deal, and I. I would struggle to think they're connected. Granted, he's going to make some money if you can sell him for value. Uh, you're going to you're going to make some coin off of him, and you're going to get an international spot. But you're hurting yourself so much more in another direction. So Pavone comes in, right? How do we change up our system? Because we don't play a two striker system. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would suppose you try to play him. I would suppose you try to play him in a hole. If you're going to play him as a forward, you play him as a as a as like a shadow striker. Play him under Zlatan, where Zlatan still doesn't have to do a ton of running. You maybe have him run off of him. Then you move Fabio out to the right, or what? Then you would you would have to move. Well, Fabio can play any of those spots, uh, any of those attacking midfield spots. Who sits, Emma or or Legette? Emma. Put Legette on the left or the right. Um, I would oh I would play Legette on the left if if I'm choosing. Is Fabio left footed, right footed? I think Fabio's Fabio is, right-footed. Yeah, he's right-footed. He's right-footed because the the free kick I have of uh, of Efra's first goal, Fabio lines up on the right side. Efra takes it from his left. Um, but Christian Pavon can play attacking. He can play uh, forward. He can play attacking uh, midfield on the right, attacking midfield on the left, forward on the right, forward on the left, midfield on the left. Pick a place where you have uh, questionably mediocre players and all Christian the, Pavon all, fits all those there. places. Yeah, he fits there perfect. <laughs> can we get like four of them to answer the question? I think if if we if we get Christian Pavone over the line, that's where you're going to see the four three three lockdown. You're going to play Christian Pavone on the on the top right. You're going to play Zlatan in the middle. You're going to play Uriel Antuna on the far left. You'll play Jonathan. You'll play uh, Joe Corona, and you'll play Fabio Alvarez at like a ten. So so uh, think of a four three three similar to how Napoli played last year, to where they had. Um, at an advanced attacking midfielder in that ten spot. I mean, it's 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 it requires your defenders to be very competent to know where everybody is because when it comes, it's going to come fast because there's so you have so many guys dedicated into your attack 
it's gonna it's gonna come at you really and quickly. In that, in that system, you have not only Jonathan but also Joe Corona, who are great at passing the ball yeah. out of the back. Ideally, ideally, really, you would I, me if in a perfect scenario, everyone's playing as well as is their ability. As strange as it would sound, ideally, you would play Kitchen. You would play Kitchen and, and Jonathan because you would have Kitchen to add that extra defense to kind of cover you. Yeah. The bottom line, just being realistic, Corona's a better player. He's a better player in almost every aspect outside of pure defensive work. If you can teach that aspect to him, if Perry's playing as well as he is and got another year, maybe you can trade him inside of MLS, get some, some quality, some value for him. Uh, if he's if he's looking to be playing regularly, if not, he's a, an awesome bench option, an awesome sub option that you can keep around for a little bit. With Jets becoming more expendable and tradable pretty much with every game, uh, not necessarily that I'm advocating getting rid of him, but we're going to start running out of spots really soon. Is that guy going to end up on the San Jose team? Legit? I mean, it would make sense. It would make sense, but I hope If he's not. leaving, it would make sense. But I, I, I would hope not. It, and, and if it's it's Galaxy, a drastic improvement yeah. for that team. If you're if you're the Galaxy, you send him to East. Or even out of the league. You know, you pull a Omar or a Juni where you, you get like, you know, a few hundred thousand to Mexico, send him to Mexico. I think you do oh, right. Hey, we got, we got uh, Argentina ties now. Just send him... Send an Argentinian club. I think you do right, Bob. You don't, you don't want that. You, I don't think you want a label as an organization that is becomes difficult to work with when they're not, when your relationship isn't working anymore. Like you look, we let we let Yella go when he needed to go, and we we were okay with that. Um, when Ricketts wanted to make more money elsewhere, we let Ricketts go. When McGee wanted to make more money, we let McGee we let McGee go. Like we've become, when you set yourself up as this organization, it's willing to work with people, especially as long as it's going to work in your favor you know what i mean you try to do overall you try to do good by him you look at look at the way it just was with aj we're like if he was going to go somewhere send him to united where at least his family is like if in united was in the middle of rebuilding houston's going to offer you a better package but you could flip him to some place that personally for someone who's done a lot for your organization and given your organization a decent amount of press you can do a little bit better by them you've you've cleaned that up and you're and you're doing okay there's no, there's no reason to get rid of Legette right now, and, and unless we're getting some serious value out of him, he's he's still a drastically better bench option than a lot of people. He is someone who is on the cusp of the national team, um, and who doesn't make an ish, like he doesn't a crazy make crazy money. money. Yeah. I saw when our when our Cincinnati roster came out, one of the Twitter talking heads guys um, who covers U.S. soccer was like, "Oh, now Legette's healthy. Like he's he's a guy who's at least on the cusp of the national team. Flipping him out of the country doesn't make sense. Flipping him to San Jose doesn't make sense." Keep him as long as you can, as long as monetarily, as long as it makes sense. And as soon as it doesn't, well, it's time to go. If it's Kitchen or Legette, keep keep Kitchen or keep Legette rather. Um, if Kitchen keeps going the way that he's going, then then it might be a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's it, it's we have we're working on the pieces. I think Pavone might be that last little puzzle piece. All right, one last thing. Oh, before does Pavone make us MLS uh, Cup contender? Or no. Um. Once the back line gets set and steady, because I, I, I'm a student of Bruce Arena. We're not going to win shit without a good, uh, without a solid defense. Defense wins cups. Defense wins cups. If Bingham keeps playing the way he is, and if that back four gets set, Polenta, Steris, Giancarlo, Araujo slash Felcher, depending on you know who's doing what, and you and you add a Christian Pavone. Uh, and it's a one game playoff. I mean, we're not doing. We're not going to like one game is one game is one game beneficial yeah. to 
and I understand the negative, but a one game playoff is real beneficial to people like us. Yeah, to, because to when, big game players, that, that's you, what yes, it is. When you have the big game, I, fucking Ben, I, I like it's like he's been learning. When you have that one guy, you gotta have one every now and again. Every now and then, yeah. But, we, yeah, we covered that in the banter. But yeah. it's you look at you you look at LAFC whether you like him or not. I, mean, I'm, I certainly don't want to say anything to promote them or make them look good. But when you look at LAFC, what you see in Carlos Vela specifically is this one guy who, given two feet to work with, just like Zlatan, given two or three feet to work with, a little bit of instant magic can win them a game. Just don't let him go on his fucking left you, foot. You know what That's he's going to do, do every single time. Every time. But at least with Zlatan, you don't know what he's going to do every single time because he might score on you 15 different ways. It's a little harder to manage. You know, for the most part, what Vela's going to do. And you know they're going to try to feed him the ball over and over and over again. So you, you in a single game elimination, you might get, say Zlatan goes on a hot streak for four weeks, five weeks. Is it impossible? I mean, run with me. Is it impossible in Major League Soccer to say Zlatan Ibrahimovic played five games, and in that time he scored 11 goals. Is that a is that an absolutely insane? If I said it about Boateng, you go, well, that's that's fucking. What? He he played five games, he scored two goals. You'd think I was crazy, and he's he's one goal away from that right now. But if someone says, well, Zlatan played five or six games, he scored 11 goals. Yeah, let me just tell you this, Tucker. If we had a second option like Pavone, I think it's very likely that you would see Zlatan do something like that. And even if he doesn't score 11 goals. He doesn't need to because he's made room for Uriel or he's made room for Fabio or he's made room for Christian or he's made room for Jonathan. Like he's helped create or or fucking, hey, you bring on you bring on Efrain late and make Zlatan even better, which seems to continue to be the case. Pavon, Pavon, certainly I, going through what I just went through with Anolfo and, and, and all due respect, Ziggy, it's hard to say, yes, Christian Pavon would make us a contender. But yes, Christian Pavon would make us a contender. He would have to. Okay, we hit the midpoint of the season. So far, Tuck, what grade do you give Dennis DeClosa? Dennis DeClosa? He yeah. is an, oh, God. If there is a grade higher than an A, uh, I would give it to him. He, he, uh, does he, does, B? Does he win executive I give him a high B. At this point? I give him a high, yes. But I would give him a high B. I'd probably give him a that's, high B. That's rough, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not unfair. But you got to give him a for just getting rid of Gio. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I mean, if he could have got rid of Gio without costing us a shit ton of yeah, money, I would give him an A. True. He what he did was he actually took control of well, his he, organization. He didn't cost us anything. It cost AEG. To... He cost AEG a lot of money. But I, I've shouted this from the heavens as long as I can, and I will continue to do it. Every dollar comes from somewhere. There is always a budget. The, the idea Nazi of Nazi gold. The, the idea is Nazi gold, but he is running out of it. He's not running out of it, mm -hmm. but he, there is a finite amount allocated to us. There's a lot say. of teeth left in that <laughs> fucking bank account. It's terrible. A lot of melted wedding rings. Oh, my God. Um, but the, there is a finite amount of money that we have allocated to spend, and he pulled the trigger on doing something that, as an organization, we did not have the balls to do. If he managed to get rid of Geo, even at us only covering 50% of the salary and actually getting rid of him, I... I Bang on A. Absolute A. He gets Christian Pavone over the line. That's an A. The, the reason I can't give him an A now is, one, there's work to be done. The roster's not completed. Two, if I give him an A and then he signs Christian Pavone, what kind of year has he had? Like, there is, there, we're still working on the growth. So I'm going to give him a high B, which I think is fair, whilst giving him room to continue to work because I think he's he is well and truly on his way yeah, to I think, building I, I don't something. think you can give him an A with his whole, like, we're taking the cup seriously and then... That lineup came out. Mm -hmm. All right. What about GBS, Ed? I, I with with DTK, I think it's still too early. GBS. 
I know. I'm saying, as like with DTK, I think it's a little early to even grade them because it's still them trying to fix two, three years of complete fuck-ups. That that you know what, Tucker, well, Tucker, 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 Tucker was trying to fix like 15 years of <laughs> fucked-up math, and he still got graded. But, so I'm going to need a grade. But grade, grade the first half based and take that into account. Yeah. Um. Again, I, I'd probably give him like a solid B. I don't think it's been great, but I think he's doing what he can with the team that he has. Like, you have a Shelvick on your team. You have a Boateng on your team. You have an underachieving, underperforming Legit on your team. Um, you've gotten rid of of Giovanni, which was a, was a plus for him. You have to worry about that. It's a plus but for everyone. I just want to be clear. <laughs> look how well you know J- uh, Jonathan has done. Uh, Corona's been a good pickup. He's played well. They've gotten Kitchen to look like he was Kitchen before we came DC over here. DC United Kitchen. Yeah. Um, look at what he's done with stairs. I mean, that alone probably should push you to an A. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not too fond of his treatment of Romney. I think Romney probably deserved a little more than he has. Um, but after that show in Portland, maybe he doesn't. Um, <laughs> but his showing in, in Cincinnati would say that he does. So I would give him a solid B. Tucker? B seems uh, very fair. Um, just going through the, the salaries really quick. You have Alessandrini making just under 1.9. You have uh, Alessandrini making under 1.9. Emma Boateng just under uh, 190,000. Um, you have Felcher making 242,000. You have Hilliard Arce making 130,000. You've got uh, Bradford Jameson, who we were on the hook for, making 76. You still have Jao Pedro on the hook. You have Bingham making what he what uh, he's making. You you have some high salaries out there, and we're second in the West. We're second in what is clearly the superior conference this year. With a lot of garbage, you're not going to see on this team next year. With a, yes, with a lot of we'll say movable pieces that, that you're not going to see. But to your point, um, Steris has played like Steris has played like a upper echelon MLS defender. Where if he were he a few years younger and were his his his. Um, his technique a little sharper. You'd probably see teams from maybe not, you know, we've always said there's two different kinds of Europe. Maybe not Europe, but you would see some teams from Europe coming very interesting. Just say it's Scandinavian teams. Scandinavian teams, yeah. you know. Trump country. You, you might see a, a Norway come in for him. It's always fucking Norway with that guy, but... You, you, Why don't they want to come here, Chris? Uh, they're not sending us their best, Ed. They're, you know, the lazy. They're sending the rapists and the thieves and all that. Um, they're like wooden shoes and shit. But... With kitchen, <laughs> with kitchen, Jao Pedro that, wouldn't you? What, what good is it? What, could it? what How is it better? How are than they going a, How are they comfortable? They can't be. Why are there curls at the at the end? B. They make way too much noise. You're that one Norwegian bank. And robber. then C. Who do you call if your shoes have termites? Oh, you like, just you just you, you, you whittle a new one. Yeah. I need a. I need a heel on this bad boy. For what he's for what he has to work with. And granted, they've spent a lot of money, but for what he has to work with, a B seems admirable. If we're if we're an A is A is probably fair. It's really probably fair for second in the West on a season where, realistically, as we even said earlier, our goal is three, four, five. Mm, I wouldn't give him an A with those losses, like to Colorado and like New England. Well, the downside is there's there's occasionally these moments where he appears to get out coached, and 
it's not so much that it's, it's not even really an out coaching. It's just something changes in the game. The tactic changes that he doesn't quite seem ready for or able to adjust to. And so we just, we make subs that are weird. We move people around in weird ways and it never really stops the rot. Like in Portland, I don't know what the, the end game was in Portland outside of losing by as much as possible. Like someone should have tapped him on the shoulder and said, one, nothing is enough. We'll still be out. But there were no tactical changes to keep it from going to four nothing. We were beat from the it moment just, the game that, started. And I, I think I, I posted as like that just felt like 2017, where like team got scored and then Every, completely fell apart. Fell apart. Yeah. So um, a B seems fair. A B for 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 both seems fair. Um, DTK probably a bit closer to an A, um, but an A on his part I think is more easily attainable than GBS. And I think you, you can you can argue giving them A's just for bringing back. Like a little bit more prestige to this club that they lost in like the last couple of years. Yeah, if I would have told you that at the beginning of the season that at this point, that halfway through the year, we'd have ten wins and be second place in the West, you would have been like, "Oh, they're for sure getting A's." Yeah, I don't know what they did, so, but they did yeah. something amazing. Yeah, so I mean, I think I think yeah, high B, low A is definitely warranted. Where I would where I would give DTK a little extra credit points if I can, push me to that B plus. Going to games are fun again. Like going to games aren't a pain in the ass. And for a long, for the last few years, really, going to games were kind of a pain in the ass because you you knew it wasn't going to be fun. You knew we were going to be terrible, especially at home. We haven't been great. We haven't been great. Yeah, but it's it's going to Lars is fun again. ACB sounds amazing. Like it's fun to go to get people have a good time at Galaxy Games again. Again, like it's, there's a little more shine. It just feels it feels closer. Yeah. To it feels closer to that like 2010, 2011, 2012, like golden prestige you know bruce arena era um and i'm i'm and i'm digging it I, I i i dig the direction and i'm i'm on board for wherever we're going next i'm i'm totally excited for next year when next we, year's gonna be fun when 10 to 12 of those players aren't even on the roster anymore and yeah. to see you know gbs and and dtk actually build a team mm-hmm. well you you i mean just look at corona well jet kitchen one of those three is going to be gone period Probably not going to be Corona. Probably going to be Kitchen, but increasingly making an argument for Legette. Look, so we're going to grab someone new in the midfield. Like, there's going to be some new players coming in that are going to play the I'm specific guessing, style I'm, we're, I'm try- we're working to. An Argentinian or Mexican player? Uh, well, not not for either of those. No, we, need, they, we need we need we don't American. Get international slots for them. I want to. I'll give them A's when they can start bringing in good, talented American players. Because that's going to be the test. Julian Araujo. Kind of fell on that a little bit. You know, but air quotes, Efrain Alvarez. Yeah, but I'm saying like, because we're gonna need those solid American players. Because we can apparently we can go find somewhat on the cheap, you know, southern American, South American players. But what we need to fill out the rosters are gonna be American players because we can't have 27 international spots. Try as we might. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's gonna be the real test for I think. I mean, especially for for GBS who doesn't know. The American landscape. Well, MLS is built on the Pontius. It's built on the kitchen. You know, it's built on Emma Boa tanks. We like them or like them or not, it's built on these guys that make somewhere between ninety thousand and two hundred and twenty thousand, somewhere in that you know arena. And you you do have to figure out how to navigate around. There's we don't have the allocation money of an LAFC. We don't have you know we don't have Champions League allocation money. You don't. There's only so much money you have to buy down these transfers that you're bringing in. You have to start. To, developing them from internal, which I think is our end game. I think DTK looked at the organization and was like, Alex Mendez is someone we should have earmarked for the first team. 
you lost him. Okay, well, there's nothing I can do about that. You know, that is your guy who is gonna who's gonna come in attacking, American, young, cheap. Like that was your option. We just the reason these guys are here in part is we just fucked up the exact thing you're looking for, to the tune of it sounds like millions of dollars. So it'll be interesting to see the next year, two, three, who's coming through from Galaxy Two, who's performing, who becomes a starter. If Efrain can nail down a starting spot, I mean that saves you a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. So and becomes a viable sell option. Yeah, which someone, I think, which I think is why Legit might be a little, uh, he should be a little worried. Especially with with things with the possible with the CBA coming up and the possible changes that we can see. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? And I'm excited. I think we finally have somebody that we could trust. Should things change and maybe the price oh, I have, get I have a blind and... trust in DTK. Like I yeah. th- I think he'll lead us to the promised land for sure. And I'm I like carte blanche. I'm like, good. Go ahead, dude. You're good. Cause even if even if you're wrong, isn't it just nice to have that trust again? Oh yeah. Because with Bruce I was always like it's gonna whatever happens. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Because he's gonna figure it the fuck out. And and in DTK I, I he's at every open cup game. I see him at every G two game. See him at every galaxy. I physically see him at every galaxy game, like dialed in, attentive, paying attention, finding players like Uriel, getting players like Joe Corona, being smart enough to bring people like Janino in because that's whether he comes on for a G2 game, whether he comes in for an open cup game, everybody cheers. It's, it's, it, we're wrestling fans. It's an easy pop. It's PR movement. It's an easy PR yeah. pop. It's smart. You know, play him in a game that you're going to get demolished in because at least that's one player that's probably not going to catch too much shit. Because no, you looked at that game and it was like, ah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's about time for Janino. But nobody gave him a hard time. Nobody got on his case. No one said he made too much money because he's an easy PR guy. And he really doesn't make like nothing. He doesn't. He doesn't really make anything. I was I was actually pretty shocked when that came out. So it's you know he he is a very DTK is a very smart, capable man who handles his specific job, and that's what. What if I if I can give a positive grade to somebody if I can add add someone into your lightning round we can wrap up on this because I like to think it may count a little extra coming from me I, I, if you got to give someone a good grade and it, it might be hard you gotta give you gotta give Klein at least a solid B you got to give him the props to just like leave everything up to TTK and the guys and it, like. Just he's when was the last time you saw him? I heard about him. Heard him from him. I thought about that. I saw him at the Open Cup game. I saw, and he just shook hands, and and um, I saw him talking to Andrew for a little bit. But for the most part, was reserved and walks away talking with with Dennis. But the only time you ever see Klein now is in company with someone else who is the person you should be looking at in in these moments. It's not it's not the Chris Klein show. It's not the Klein and his buddies show. He stepped away, and I'm going to give him a solid grade for stepping away and allowing the experts to do their job because he spent the last two and a half years, three years, roughly maybe a little more testing the market and seeing if he could do it. And he, he gambled with a lot of money, a lot of time. He gambled with the end of Steven Gerrard's career. If you're a diehard Liverpool fan or a diehard Steven Gerrard fan, he gambled with the end of his career because he bet on a more expensive, useless player who, you know, you probably could have got somebody else and at least given you a shot. At MLS Cup, you, we made it to what Western Conference semifinals, penalty kick away. You he gambled on Gio and he fucked up. He gambled on coaches that he was comfortable with and he fucked up. He gambled on scouts that he was comfortable with and he fucked up. He gambled on executives that he was with and he fucked up. Scout, scout, sc- singular, was, yes, singular scout, and he fucked up and he fucked a lot of things up. But you know what he did this off season? He hired the right people 
which as the president of the galaxy is the thing we want from him. He hired the right people and just shut his and mouth. And shut his mouth. And he said, you know what? DTK knows what he's doing. This is the guy who's going to lead us going forward. I'm not going to be the technical. I'm not going to be the general manager. That's not my role. I cannot do that. And you know what? And you can tell how much he wanted to do it because he was in charge in some part of almost every single job at the galaxy for the last few years. And now he's not. So, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, 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 and not as a pejorative, not as a negative, not trying to make fun of you in a backhanded way at all. It's got to be hard for a man who thought he could do it all to accept that he can't and then to bring in other people who can. I appreciate him accepting that he can't. I appreciate him stepping aside and I appreciate him very, very clearly hiring the right people for the right jobs. Maybe a couple of years too late, but there's, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. That Toronto team was damn hey, good. That Atlanta team was damn good. Like who, maybe we, maybe we probably could have won that cup Portland one, but whatever. Those are all gone. We should have won the, we should have won the 96 cup. Made us play in a hurricane. That's just done. Yeah. There's nothing we can do about hey, that. Stop, stop thinking in the past. Why are you bringing up bullshit? Think about the future. Pavon. DTK is the future. The fact that we are regularly linked to guys who have started for Boca Juniors. Benedetto, who people have wanted now for years. Who, who have been in the same sentences as Messi's. Yes. Like, this is Messi's dude. Yeah. And now that guy is going to be mentioned as the same sentence yeah. as the Galaxy. Yeah. We have, we have Zlatan. Jonathan plays it's well. Amazing. We're linked to Pavone. We're linked to Benedetto. We got Giancarlo Gonzalez. We got Polenta. This club is worldwide, baby. We're on the up. It might not be this year. Ooh. It might not be this year. But it could be this year. And in, and in part, it's because of the new trio that we have. And the new trio appears to be working together. So I give, I'm going to give a solid B to the front office as a whole. In the ro- specific roles of Chris Klein, DTK, and GVS. You're taking rep, I ain't talking about them. I got nothing to do with that. That's not my business. But those three, keep on keeping on. Don't worry, they'll probably be gone the next season. They're anyways. definitely going to get fired. I mean, they're going to be working at 24-hour fitness next year, so it's, it's fine. And good on them. I need a discount. Probably better, better pay anyways. Almost definitely. Nobody yells at you, I'm, I'm certain. All right, Benjamin, do you Same. want to play that outro? We have no FIFA update this week. Everybody play your games. We're running through the end of the season. We have some people out over in France for the Women's World Cup, which has been fucking incredible. I don't know how we haven't talked about this. Dude, that uh, Brazil, was it Brazil, France? Yeah. Oh. I love Marta wearing lipstick. All these all these guys triggered because this girl's wearing lipstick. The girl looked good. She was booed up. It's her last fucking World Cup game. And she realized it was Isn't probably it? her last. Yeah. She realized it was probably her last World Cup game. Let her wear whatever the fuck she what do you what do you give a shit here's the thing is she I mean explain like she's wear, she always wears lipstick it's just a different shade of lipstick and this shade blood blood yeah, yeah that was awesome Benjamin where can they find you on the socials man you can find me at DT Radio Ben on the tweet machine you can email the show show at riotsquadcast.com go check out the website uh, order a shirt get Patreon we got some hats coming I got a bunch of the merch that's sitting around waiting for me to pick up so Tucker where can they find you on the socials, my man? Uh, at ZeroCool138 on the PSN and Twitters and Instagram and uh, something else. I, but I don't remember what it is, so it doesn't matter. If you have a copy of the 2005 MLS Cup Final, I am still looking for that one. Uh, Galaxy History and I have amassed the 2002, 2011, 12, and 14 MLS Cup Finals. We are exclusively missing the 2005 if you know someone or if you have one, please get in contact. Uh, I would like to talk to you. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EdTheZombie13. Please go and like and share our posts on all social medias. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 
at Ed the Zombie. Thir- oh, God, you distracted me. <laughs> we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search Riot Squadcast. Go like our page. Go share our stuff. We'd really appreciate that. Go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Riot Squadcast. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Riot Squadcast. We can get all the episodes there. Um, other than that, Benjamin and Chris. Yes, sir. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Deuces. Is that new? Yeah. I like it. Fuck you, Brian. Suck a dick, bitch.